I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst, the Trevor Brooking and Billy Bones, a Paolo Di Canio, West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. Stick together in defeat. Proud of our history. West Ham United. More than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Hey, it's season 11, it's S- episode it? 24, and you heard it, our founder, the dulcet tones, he's back, in town, Georgia Bucci! Yeah! Yay! Crowd goes wild. Where are Hello. you, and what are you doing, Georgia Georgie? I'm in my living room recording a podcast with you gentlemen. A bit like buses, not one, but two, come back, round of applause, take a bow, <laughs> John Bucci! Hey. Where are you? What are you doing, John? I'm sitting in uh, my wife's office. Ooh. Recording Ooh. a podcast with you. Oh, where are you? You've Ooh. moved. Are you allowed to say? Into my my new place. <coughs> well, yeah, I've moved into my new house. What where area? Is it? Where is it? Ashvale. Ashvale. There you go. Where is that for people who don't know where the Outer Hebrides is? <laughs> it's just the, it's the other side of Guildford on yep. the end of a train line from Waterloo. Still Surrey, Surrey Hills, like your son. Still Surrey, yes. Is it Surrey Hills? Is it a era of really outstanding Hills, natural beauty? No, no, it's, no, not, it's not posh. Oh, <laughs> I love it, George. Frimley, isn't it? <laughs> it's not far from Frimley. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not being funny, John. I would have no, sacked your builders ages ago. Um, <laughs> I couldn't do that, took mate. You that long, mate. Yeah, well, you know, it's <laughs> took them that long. I can't say I'd recommend them. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend them either. <laughs> I can tell you. Um, it's, been a, it's been an adventure. What, what's the internet like there? I'm not sure. Not very Don't good. I think. I'm hardwired. Okay. Yeah, I've, I'm hardwired in today, Sean. Oh, so I'm hoping good. that. Ethan, yeah, way it works. It, you sound good and it's great to have you back because a whole gang is back hey it's like the reforming of the Beatles except <laughs> there were, there's five of us and there was only four of them and it's we're not a group and we don't sing or there was five when they were in Hamburg although George, George does. does George you can promote your disco song later I do well. sing yeah I'm a singer now apparently is yeah. that you singing on the disco song 
Yes, yeah. Yeah, I, we were asking that last week, but um, can you send us an MP3? We'll play it at the end, if that's all right. Sure. Yes, email of MP3. Of course, you, well, you can get it off iTunes if you want now, Sean, 69p. I know, and you can promote it, but if you if you send it to me as an MP3 on email, I'll play it on the podcast. Well, you don't want to cough up 69p? I it? will buy it for 69p. No, okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> I want to give a flavour <laughs> to our listeners of what it is before they spend their 69p. Okay. To be fair, George, thing. why should I pay 69p when I've already listened to it on Spotify? It Did says that about Spotify? my film, George. Two pounds, <laughs> and he was in it. He was in the film. He was in it. <laughs> he still didn't buy it. <laughs> 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 to, be fair, to be fair, if he was in it, did he not get it for free? Uh, well, he did in the end, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what it's like, you know. I paid. <laughs> I paid, Len. I paid for it. You did, Five times. Anyway, moving on. You've heard them already. Uh, Canning Town, Len, where are you? What are you doing? Good evening. I'm in my studio, drawing quietly like a good boy. Painting or drawing? Uh, I've finished with painting. I'm just doing a little bit of drawing, actually. Oh, good. We'll we talk about your Sir Trevor Brooking painting later. Ooh. And last but not least, Shed Man, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Oh, hang on. I didn't get it ready. <laughs> Shedman. There you go. That's me singing. And that's you singing as well, isn't it? Yeah. Can't stop. Um, Can't stop me, can you? Are you you working this week? Uh, Me? Yeah. Yes. Shedman. Yeah. I've been been south London and north London. In fact, I was back up the Tottenham Hotspurs football ground. They've got Southampton on Wednesday, if anyone's interested. Did you... um, I saw you with a paintbrush in your hand yesterday. Yes. Because you didn't... Snagging. Were you snagging? Did you finish the kitchen? No, I didn't think there's a lot of snagging. <laughs> Mate, I'd, I'd sack your kitchen fitters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, I walked into that one there. <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, yes, um, my missus would love to sack the kitchen fitters. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. she's the idiot that married them. John, you might um, have been away for six months, but he still hasn't finished the kitchen. You're no, absolutely right. No, I progressed. I'd, uh, to be honest, I'm not a fan of that eggshell paint, but it's dried up better than I thought. So after a couple of coats, but I was busy painting skirting boards and that yesterday, and then I've got to order the new doors, and then fit. I've got to fit six new doors. Anyway, it's not a building or decorating or moving in or general chat podcast. It is a football podcast, and we have come here to discuss football. And uh, there's only one game to discuss. It's the FA Cup, Kidderminster versus West Ham. Non-league. How many positions between them? I can't remember. Fourth round. 113. 113 positions. What could have gone wrong? John, you've been the longest away. So we start <laughs> with you. Okay, well, it'll be very short for me. Because you didn't watch it. I, <laughs> watch I, watched, it. I, I watched the catch-up on Match of the Day. Oh, I've been working John. and working and working. <laughs> I've, I have watched two live games in the last three months. So and I didn't get a chance on Saturday to watch it, but I knew something was going on because my phone wouldn't stop. I was oh getting messages God. from people that I didn't even know who they were. I just had numbers come up, come on Kidderminster, and I was Man. like, "Oh, here we go." Here we go. So, so you really, yeah, you didn't so know the result at the time. I I didn't I didn't actually. George come over in the evening, and uh, I said so it was one all. Then and he said, "No, it was one two one." <laughs> so I didn't even know there was no replays this season. So. Yeah, 
So yeah. All right. Well, that was oh, that was oh, very oh. insightful. It's it's been worth the wait. Oh, you know. <laughs> it was well, well, well worth the wait, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, lot lot what's what's changed? A lot's happened, isn't it? You know, you've given up Clara and you. George is a singer. Nigel's six foot two, and eyes are blue. Yeah, I know. Doing hand drawings and nice. And, and, no, he's doing paintings. He's a painter. Paintings and so yeah, all this has all gone on in the last few months. I know. Yeah, you've been away a long while. Lot can change. Yeah. A lot you've got has a changed. massive house. Yeah. yeah. You, you, how did Paul Weller take you leaving? Did he? He he, he was all right. You know, we 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 looked each other in the you eyes. You hug and each other and just go. No, it was still like singing a little town like Malice or something as you left or something. No, no. a little no, town like sung, Malice. He sung, "You're the best thing." <laughs> of course, well done. <laughs> a, yeah. You just did a duet. Long hot summer. <laughs> oh, bye, Ripley. <laughs> anyway, so. thanks for that, John. Um, George, save him. Hello. Save your father. Well, I did have the pleasure of watching it. <laughs> Um, live as it happened although to be fair I didn't see the goal at the end because I had to leave by then because I didn't expect it to go to extra time so I oh, made really? plans you had in plans. the afternoon um, so <clears throat> it was just all round embarrassing wasn't it Yeah. Um, I don't know what more I could uh, really say descriptively than it that it was an experienced the team though wasn't it when you looked at it you weren't yeah, we well, did a podcast last week, um, <coughs> Nigel and myself, and he went, I went, oh, I think it will be tight 1-0, and he went, nah, 3-0, you know, our B team could take on Kidderminster. How wrong no, we all were. I, was, I just couldn't believe some of the performances out there. First half, we were dreadful. Uh, yeah. Crowd looked out of out of. Name them. Go on, get them out. Let's get them out. Let's get the worst Diop. offenders I don't know what's Diop. happened to Issa Diop. You can forgive some poor form in the Premier League, but you can't forgive performance like that against Kidderminster. He he was struggling, wasn't he? He was he was wandering around like I don't know, like I just I, I, Sunday I remember. I remember was it a year, two years ago? He was a promising up and coming player. Apparently, United were after him. Yeah. And what's happened to him? I, I don't know. There must be something. going Jose on Jose Mourinho sung his praises and said whoever scouted him did a brilliant job. Yeah. But he's not that player anymore. Go on, name um, some other people. Yarmolenko. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Highest paid player, isn't he? Is that right? He is, yeah. He's not, is he? Not well, he sort name. of is. He's not on 125 that everyone says he is, but he's on He's on a fair old whack. He's one of the highest payers. Highest paid players. He's, he's just an embarrassment. I mean... He, he, was he done one thing good for us in his time at West Well, we did score those against goals Chelsea. against Everton. Oh yeah, that was okay. <laughs> two two things: goal against Chelsea and goal against Everton. Two goals um, against Everton. But I'm, I, it took me back to the time we played Wimbledon away in the cup, and we were there. Yeah. And I remember watching him there, and we were saying he looked out of depth and absolutely knackered, playing against Wimbledon, and then he put in a very similar performance against Kidderminster. Yeah. Um, it was just. You had to feel sorry for Kidderminster, didn't you? And um, I did feel sorry for Kidderminster. There was one man who changed the game, though, wasn't there? Go on, say his name. Pablo Fornals. Are you saying it was Pablo Fornals? <laughs> really? <laughs> really, George? Well, <clears throat> no, obviously the name that springs to mind is Declan Rice. But yes. if you think about it, he played for 25 minutes that second half and nothing happened. And then Pablo Pablo Fornals came oh, on. Oh, we see where you're going with this. A bit more assured in possession. He put the ball through two deck for his equaliser. 
Um, I think Fornells has, has come on leaps and bounds this year as a player, so I'm going to give him All right, just to enough. be a bit different. I'm going to give him the credit. But Although Declan Rice is captain, just, my captain took it by. I mean, he did. you know, he 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 bossed that midfield and and got the goal in the dying seconds. Uh, I mean, what was there? Ten seconds left. Fifteen uh, yeah, seconds, probably. Yeah, about that. Oh, um, it was. It was. It was. It was a great moment. I mean, I jumped it up wasn't. out of my... It wasn't. I, I thought we'd lost. I really did. And I was about to do one of my early going... Uh, you know what? I didn't cash out. I put... <laughs> when we were... When the Kidderminster were uh, 1-0 up, <coughs> at half-time, in 10 minutes gone, I put a bet on for six quid. Uh, and I got, like, 4-1. Uh, to one. So I was due to, like, get 22 quid back. And it was wow. going cash out, cash out, cash out. And I, I think it got up to like 15 quid cash out early. And I thought, no, they're not, we're no not going to score now. Let's just take the money, 22 quid. Um, and there, it scored. I was, I've never been so glad to lose a bet. Oh, well, you bet yeah, against well, West Ham. You bet against yeah, West Ham. Snake. Oh, my. He's a no, snake. I don't, I, no, I only did it because I was so embarrassed about our performance. I thought, well, what odds is it for... And I thought, four to one for them to win. We're rubbish. And I nearly did when, it. When when the game started, I was speaking... I put it on and my wife said, you've got quite a strong team out, haven't you? And I looked at it and, you know, we had yep. some first-teamers out there and a decent on-paper reserved players out there and I said yeah and I just hope we just go on and just smash them like 3, 4, 5 nil, just ruin their big day out and she said that's not very nice I said well it's just so West Ham to go out and play crap this was this was literally the beginning of the game I said it's so West Ham to go out there and play crap against like a team like this and lose mm. I said but maybe not the West Ham of now you know that's probably the West Ham of old but they do say it's hard to play a team minute. <laughs> a long league team and we're going to move on to, to Len because he wasn't here last week so we're going to leave Nigel to last Len mm. can you make excuses right it was mm. wi- the pitch was a bit lumpy right mm. the wind was whipping up in the first half against us and, and we're not used to wind in stadiums anymore no um the players play a very direct football. It was their cup final, so they wanted it more than us. Are they any excuses to play a non-league side and play like we did in the first half? No, they're reasons, but they're not excuses. <clears throat> I was quite appalled with the performances out there. And I'll tell you why. I know that sounds quite melodramatic, but you remember in September when we said... Uh, early doors in the in the Europa, and we said the B called them the B plus teams. Oh, we haven't got an A team and a B team. We got the B plus. Well, the the B plus team has now become an F team, uh, a second string of players who are actually complacent about being in the B team. Yeah. Um, one caused by the transfer window by us not getting any player, and we've all said that you know the players need competition. Two by the lack of introduction of under 23 players who were playing extremely well. And there was a lot of bad performances out there. All, all these players who do have something to prove. Even a much lauded Captain Mark Noble is still got something to prove because it's his, 
He knows it's his last season, and I saw nothing from him. He, he didn't play actually. a very... Oh, no you're right, he wasn't named, but, you know, he didn't have a very good game either, did he? Mark Noble. The, the midfield pairing were appalling. Absolutely Crow outclassed and, uh, by a non-league team. Yeah. Who looked great, and I felt I felt really gutted for Kidderminster. I really did. Yeah, I know what you. Mean. I, I can't feel that that way because you know I, I want our team. I know what you're saying, but I want our team to win. But the the, the it says everything that our best players are coincidentally the ones who are always up for the fight, and yeah. it proved that again. The, the, we are, you know, I'll, I'll leave Nigel something to say, but I, I'm pretty sure he's going to say similar. Possibly our worst performance in a while, and I, I, it said something in Moise's post-match interview when he said these are the same players that play in Europe. Well, maybe that might be the problem. Yeah. If they, if you're going to call them like the European team, the effect it's had on him is, is terrible. Really. Yeah, I guess we should move on, but it's it's he, hard to move on. He's on fire and he's shagging Danny Dyer. Obviously, he got the winner. Just mm. look, just settling down for penalties, literally. Yeah. And it was the last kick of the game, literally, when they kicked yeah. the ball out. It, it the whistle blew. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. Did he have a? He didn't have a great game up to that I point. I like did him he? in that position, to be honest. No, he can't get into the game. his team and replace Antonio with one of the kids in the under 23s whether it be Oco Flex yeah. or somebody else because they've got to be playing at that kind of level good enough to beat that and we're, we're, we're I often think although I understand uh, Moise's transfer policy and that he doesn't want to flood the, the squad with players that are barely going to play as as did uh, Bob Paisley used to do that as well. He'd only sign one player a season mm. or whatever. He kind of contradicts himself with Dawson, who was a player that wasn't bought for the first team, but has shown the type of commitment and application to prove that it works. And the fact, very fact that he left him out of the team and then brought him off for Diop because things weren't going well, probably suggests to me that he's and he's not a good player Dawson I'm sorry he's not a good player but he's a he's the type of player that applies himself and get things done so he probably is seen as the better player than Diop hmm. so for a three million pound player why can't you do that with a striker and another centre half it baffles me because it, there's just not enough competition for places and it's starting to show your mate, though, we'll yeah. talk about the tour later, backed the manager and said, no, it's absolutely right what he did. So did Terry Wesley. But we'll talk about that later. Last question to you before we move to Nigel. Um, and I can't remember what it is. It was really important. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to it. Um, a stat attack before we go to Nigel. Um, oh, he doesn't want to go to you, Nigel. It's just everything before Nigel. Sorry? What was that? Say that again, George. Nothing, don't worry. Move on. It was a joke, was it? Um, mm. Stat attack. 20 <laughs> shots by West Ham. No, sorry. Let's, let's, let's do possession. We had 73% possession to their 27. 
we had 20 shots four on target they had 14 four on target uh, we had 706 passes to their 274 their pass accuracy was 59% as was 79 uh, we did 11 fouls to their four we had 12 corners to their four it didn't look like that we have three offsides to their two um, the stats sort of tell a different story to what happened on the pitch and as I shots said, what about the shots You've I said 20 shots. shots four on target for West Ham 14 for them four on target how many shots came in extra time? I don't know. You tell me. Well, the stat I saw was, um, I think, 9 to West Ham, 11 to Kidderminster. So, Nigel, last but not mm. least, you've got the graveyard shift. Yeah. I understand the stat was, and I think you said this, not only would that have been the worst result in West Ham history, someone on yep. the commentary said it would have been the worst result in, in FA Cup history. FA Cup history of a, yeah. of a Premier League top flight going out to yeah. such a low league side, yeah? Yeah. No top flight team situated as high as they were in the league has ever lost to a team situated as low as Kidderminster were in the league. Obviously, We denied we history to Kidderminster. Yeah, we always remember like the Sutton United and the Wolves vision higher in the non-league while, the, you know, the teams were... In, even though they were first division teams, they were lower down. Um, I, I, remember, I can go back to the, the 70s and I think it was um, Harlow beat Leicester. I'm not sure yeah. Leicester were a top flight team, but I'll go back that far. And then I think, um, so there's been some great non-league runs going. It's the magic of the FA Cup to, to yeah. have a performance like that. And I love, you know, knows I love the FA Cup. I love the competition as a whole. I watch as many games as I can. Every year I want West Ham to win it more than anything. And then when they're out, I'll pick and choose who, who I want. I just Great but content for BBC though, wasn't it? Great well, for neutral. Look, the, they would have loved that game. That's you know, just we, what look, the FA Cup's know, about. We all know we've had our cup upsets in the time. And that's why, and at the end of the day, football, the FA Cup is about David against Goliath. And you don't get no more like David against the Goliath there you know we were we were the Goliath they were the David and we've fallen foul before as people have pointed out the Wrexhams Torquays Swansea's Newport Counties Wiggins Wimbledon's you know um, the, the, the list is, is, is there Tranmere you know the list can go on and on and on um, but the, the, the one thing for me was we'd never gone out to a non-league team so yeah. when we played non-league teams before, we'd never gone it out. It was so them. close, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, so yeah, close. We, I was at the Emily game at Upton Park, where we beat them two-one. Um, but it never, it weren't that close. You know, we beat them two-one with a late winner in ninety minutes. You know, this was, you know, I, I think I tweet. I mean, I tweeted that on the eighty-ninth minute that if West Ham lose this. Yeah. This will be the it's a worst bit of a moment. You tweeted that too history. early, didn't you? No, because what I did caveat it was they've got one minute to save themselves. Yeah, I know, but you expected. I don't know. I remember the no. question for Len, by the way. It just, yeah. I'll say mm. it quickly. My question to you, Len, was: mm. Did it make a difference? They were all the players were all given a week off. So Bowen was out in Italy, and I think the others were <coughs> tweeting pictures. They were all given the week off before this game. You mm. think that was a factor? Never seems to work for me that. Well, 
a week off. A week off. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. They always come back. Slow. Is that a, d- Although, a bit of disrespect to Kidderminster to give them, you know, oh, it's only Kidderminster, you have a week off um, no. in the international break? No, because we, we're always saying that, well, Moyes especially saying we need a break. I did notice the same from uh, Liverpool. They had a poor first half in their cup and they had a, a fortnight off. Yeah, had Man United. In their time. Well, Man United. Chelsea struggled, didn't they? Um, yeah. And Man United went out on penalties. Yeah. So, you know, See, it wasn't... And it, it, I mean, separately, this flies in the face of all this mid, let's have a mid-winter break and everything yeah. else. And it just goes to show you that actually it's not good. If they want to do something for the players, cut down the amount of games played. You know, when you, if you look at it, you play like three games in August, three in September, three in October. You'll then play five or six in November, nine in December. There's the stupidity of it. When when the season's warmed up and it's getting to the cold and everything else, we're making them play more. Yeah. So they need to fracture, and and I think they need to remove a game from the Christmas period. Yeah. Just one now. Just take one anyway, game out. Anyway, we're through. We're through. We're playing Southampton. Well, hold up! I didn't even get the finish. Go on then. Line. Go on then. Get to the typical point. you. Well, you're drolling like, on. Just get to the game not review. Not on. You asked me a question and then remember a question that you were supposed to ask someone <laughs> ten minutes ago. Our hours haven't changed. Uh, say, I'll drool on. Go on. Oh, I've never celebrated. Yeah, I've never celebrated a goal so angrily in my life. Um, to the point that the dog did run out of the room and did upstairs for five minutes as the equaliser I didn't even celebrate the second goal it was just like thank fuck for that um, it was just poor all round wouldn't it it's what in, you know what everybody else says they've saved they've saved the club's reputation and um, I luck. suppose the important thing is yeah well you say luck but you know football is a 90 minute game and injury time and I'm afraid that's just the way the cookie crumbles, isn't it? You know, we, we've lost against Man United in the 90th minute. So the shoe's on the other foot now, isn't it? I felt sorry for Kidderminster because their performance was outstanding. Um, I said it before in the Six Foot Two article. You know, if in the past we've bought players after knocking them out of the cup when they were piss poor, like Paul Wilton and Tom McAllister, believe it or not, we bought him after putting eight goals past him then on that feet, we should be looking to see how much that centre-half was. Because um, he was that piercing, I think. He was absolutely outstanding. He he, he was what I, he put in what I call defender's defender performance. Because he didn't piss about, he just cleared the ball. Cleared the ball. Every good team needs a defender like that. We had it with James Collins. James Collins didn't get the ball and pass it out. James Collins got the ball and kicked it out. He but did. He, he blocked so... Um, like goal attempts and everything and that's how that Pearson played I, I don't know if he's on loan or I'd, I'd, I'd sort of had a brief look at what he is I think he's on loan at Kidderminster so um, or he had been I know he's, he's bopped about the lower leagues but you know what an outstanding performance from them yeah um, of course once I heard that James O'Brien from LBC was a fan of Kiddy it made it all the sweeter because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not a big fan of this. What's Me neither. Um, 
but you know, whichever way we got through, we we could go and win it. You know, that that's the yeah. way the FA Cup mm. goes sometimes. Yeah, I'd say the, the worst, really, not the worst thing is is that this season the way they've rejigged the FA Cup, it, they would have had a replay at the London Stadium. And the money they would have earned from that would have bankrolled that club for a year to maybe two years. Someone said we should do a pre-season friendly with them uh, at the London Stadium. To, yeah, I wouldn't be averse to that because half the at game, the end of the day, it wouldn't, have gone to, it wouldn't have gone to extra time. We'd have scored that goal, the referee would have blown the whistle, game over, all back to the London Stadium next Wednesday. They would have felt like they got a result. Yeah. It is. You know, they get to play at the London Do Stadium. Do they not to get to reverse it? So if they had said, look, um, I thought that if both teams agree, they can reverse the fixture. Don't think so now. Oh, oh really not now? I, I think we could reverse stopped. it and say, oh, uh, let's play I at the London I think they get State. half the gates anyway, so yeah. I'm not sure it works. Yeah, yeah, but if they got half it's the not gates... not much of theirs, yeah. It's 45%, by the way. It's 45% each club with 10% going to the FA. But anyway, 40. Generally, five. generally though, what would happen in that situation is the Premier League football club would say to the lower league club, you keep all the money. Not if it was in the London Stadium, though. No. Well, I don't know. Hmm. Why they not? should do, really, should they? They should do. Why they not don't West Ham say to Kidderminster, keep all the money. You weren't on that game. You weren't it. They're a business. doesn't work like that. You know there that. You I know that. You all are. Anyway, so what would you say, Sean? Come on, it's a dilemma for you. So, what would you do? You CEO of West Ham. You're not a bloody I mean, charity. no one likes you anyway. You're not a so you charity. Might as well be. We're not a charity. And so there you go. Thank yeah. you very much. You, you don't. Right. You don't give away money. No one ever got rich by giving away money as a business, right? No, you're right there. But no. still. Anyway, um, well played to Kidderminster. Yeah, well done, Kidderminster. Kiddies, well done, kiddies. They did get the plaudits, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they, they, they did, they and they did. deserve it. And um, yeah. and yeah. they and weren't fiddled out of the result, though, were and they? And Yarmolenko got a no. lot of grief. Although I thought there was a faintest of touch for him, but he still shouldn't have gone down like that, even if there was oh, a faint touch. It was embarrassing. Touch. That it was, was embarrassing. embarrassing. And I'm not going to defend him. You and he was through on goal like as well, that. wasn't he? It wasn't yeah. like the ball had got away he from have been him. Booked. What was he doing? What was he doing? Yeah, why has that booking for diving stopped? You get a booking for a And I thought our last now. goal was offside as well, but there you go. Doesn't matter now. Also, no, because at, he was behind, behind the ball. Behind the ball. Sure oh. doesn't know the rules of football. <laughs> yeah. If you if you uh, if you look it's at Yarmolenko, you look at Yarmolenko <laughs> when Rice scores. Watch watch the replay of the goal and watch Yarmolenko. He's on the far that, right yeah. of the picture. Rice scores. The rest of the team will go running up to him and celebrating with him, and Yarmolenko just turns around and walks back. Yeah. I might have a little answer to that when you're ready. What, was he tired? Well, no. Um, I knew a few people were at the game. And a, a Yarmolenko got dogs abuse off the crowd. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Right, so, deserved and, it. Well, at the end of the day, I, I find it it's all right to sit home and whatever. When they've got the shirt on and they're on the pitch, that ain't going to make them play better. So, yeah, and it ain't going to make them do anything. And Nigel... T- I, I was going to say, do I play the jingle? Do I get the jingle ready? No, I've got no objection. Yeah, get ready. I've got no objection to Yarmolenko walking away like that, not going to the fans or whatever. Because, you know, when you've listened to 90-odd minutes of of you being 
accused of being such a donkey that um, you know you're not fit to wear the shirt and everything else. It's a good job we didn't didn't anyway. Your uh, your voice note then, isn't it? That's that's here. (laughs) That's here. Someone that was there. Dodds's away day roundup. It's Dodds's away day ramble. Uh, Nigel, oh, round up. Mate, can you get it right one day? I think next week, can you just play the sh- tune, sharp, and let me do it? Anyway. Dodds' away day round up. All right, my handsome's, <laughs> how you's doing? It's Dodds' from Kidderminster's away day round up. It's good because like, we all talk like that in Kidderminster and in Taunton where I live. Ooh. Oh, what a delightful morning getting up, walking the dog and getting on the road at 8 o'clock in the morning. We had a beautiful drive, beautiful drive up the M5 with a little stop off at the services for a cheeky Costa coffee. And then on to Worcestershire to pick up the local hero, hero I should say, of the Kidderminster. It's the old maid, Marion. Uh, to see all the rows lined with Marion's adoring local fans, waving it in with their seven fingers, three arms and two heads was a sight to see. Um, no. After paying £4.20 for parking in Asda, we went in for a cheeky little pee. But they had no toilet, so onto the grand old Duke of York, he says, oh, no. That would be Tesco's for a coffee and chill time. And uh, 15% off from Mr. Williams. Uh, we had a short walk up to the ground. I, I'm painting a picture here, people. Uh, saw us going through the scenes, last scene on the film, Green Street, from subways underneath roundabouts with glass smashed all over the place to the old bill looking as if they wanted to arrest us just for being there. Well, you do have that type of face, Dodds, to be fair. That little square red looks mean, doesn't it? Uh, we arrived at the ground, a cute little ground, uh, but with no bloody beer on sale. Hmm, dear. However, what a result they were giving away in the away end. Free Mackie D's vegan burgers. Mm. I'm told Sean Whetstone heard about this. Raced to the ground. He tried to break in, however, he was mortified then when there was none left. And Mr. Williams had heard they were free and picked up three. Oh, I hear you ask, could he get the local lingo so wrong? The game, we've described, total and utter disaster. Until the last minute where we went mental as if we won the Europa League, FA Cup and Premier League all in one. And this was only surpassed with the final goal one minute from the end of extra time where we even went more mental. If this is the magic of the FA Cup, give it to Paul Daniels. Now that's magic. Yeah, thank you. Having dropped <laughs> Mr. Williams back home two days before we set off because he's that close to the ground, it seems stupid to make him sit in my car and not walk home. But this was bettered by the fact that I got home at five o'clock at night, which I'm sure you cockneys are more than used to than us. Oh, I remember those day Dodsy, I tell you. Some days I was home at five to five. Uh, what do they say, Nigel? It's the hope that gets you every time. But we're still in Aaron Creswell's magic act. And that's all that matters. And Len? Hello. Brady out. Brady out. Yeah. Good. There you Stops go. This is uh, a way day roundup. Kitty done. Tick. Uh, before we go to question time, a yeah. couple of things. 
make them long. Um, the first one, no, I'm going to make him short as I can. The first one is, uh, I, I wrote an article for Nigel on Karen Brady. Now, I wrote it some time ago, but... Brady out. Yeah. How did you get Brady it Brady out. Before, before he published it, it was... I said Moyes threw Brady under the bus because she doesn't get involved in transfers. She's always told me she never gets in transfers, etc. And on the day of the article, she comes out and the son said, yeah, I was involved in the transfer. Now, it all became obvious. <laughs> so I would like to correct that, right? She doesn't get in transfers. She doesn't understand transfers. She's always said. But this was Calvin Phillips, right? And the reason she got involved, right, is Cal- uh, Angus Kinnear, good friend of mine, is now the CEO of Leeds. He was EMD of West Ham. Good for He yours, worked yeah. for Karen Brady. So I did say last week that there was a napkin with crayon with bid Calvin Phillips £50 million passed over the boardroom. I now want to change that, that Sully passed the crayon £50 million bid with a napkin to Karen Brady and she pushed it over across the table. She got a thank you for that, did she? For moving... That's what I think over. she got to thank you for, because I can't think. I did actually say on Twitter she was a fluffer, but um, oh my God. maybe that's probably the wrong term to use. I'm not an expert, but bit of fluff for you. Oh. Perhaps you should have said. Um, the second article, I don't know if it went up today, which um, is interesting, and and I, I'm interested what uh, John says about this because he won't have read it. Is the new <laughs> Daniel Draginski? I can never say his name has decided to be um, a banker. So he has said, and this was available in January and it's going to be available in the summer, he will loan money, a shareholder loan, to the club in addition to their budget. So he offered, for the £50 million bid, they had, I'm told, £40 million budget, he offered another 10 and any other transfers they made if they made it in January. The same offer will be available. He will loan the club money at 3% interest. Now, that compares to the MSD, Michael Dell, credit facility, up to 120 million, where we pay 9%. So what I'm told is, well, actually, it's a good deal for the club because we save 6%. But my question to John in particular is... So when Golden Sullivan did this at 7% and then reduced it to 4%, they were criticised. If Daniel does it at 3% as a 27% shareholder, do you think he's going to get grief from the supporters or is it okay if Daniel does it? Honest question, John. Um, well, the criticism to Golden Sullivan were they were our saviours and they own the club. Well, so, so does Daniel now? Is he answer. not a saviour? Is he not a saviour coming in to get us away no. from that nasty golden Sullivan? Get us away Sullivan? from what? Well, he's well, come in as the new well, kid, the billionaire, well, okay. to take so over the club in 2023, he could quite like well, what a few people say. He could quite well loan the club money to get transfers, which none of this transfer stuff, I don't know if you've talked about it, obviously you did a we bit did of it, are we going to talk about any more about it? Which is the whole thing has been farcical with the Phillips beard and all this. If all of this David stuff, Moyes disagrees it, it, with you, John. David Moyes disagrees with well, you. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about this or do you want to talk about Krasinski? Or well, let's talk about Daniel first and then let's okay. move to, to David Moyes. Okay, so he he might well loan the club money 
at this precise moment in time to, to improve its situation to be able to buy players in. And when he does step forward and take over the club that a lot of people are saying he probably will do, he might he might write that off. Why didn't he right, offer it interest-free the then? Club. Well, because Sullivan and Gold are still taking their percentage out of everything well, ah, they've Ah, but, but, but you know what? That's what Gold and Sullivan said. Well, you know, Trip Smith owns 10% and other shareholders, Brown and the Harris family and other people own theirs. It it just seems to me there is two standards. If no, if, there's not. Look, the, 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 look. Let's face it. Gold and Sullivan aren't going to get any standard because they are, they are despicable people towards our football club. So you know, nobody's going right, to well, offer just them any kind of favour. Do you they? think not be... Daniel will get grief over charging interest if he loans the club money? Do I think he get grief? In certain quarters, they will. And yeah. I would have, I would have thought a large majority of people won't. Care. Trip Smith, by the way, got paid off, so he gets his nine point five million pound back because what he wrote in when he loaned nine point five million interest free, a clause said if there was any significant control of the club, he gets paid back straight away. That happened; he got paid back. Golden Sullivan so got their forty-five. Uh, no, no, no. He still owns his his reduced. I think seven percent now. It was ten percent, but they they reissued the shares. Obviously, both Sullivan and Gold have reduced their shareholdings. They got their forty-five million pack plus interest. So everyone's got paid off. Yeah. The shareholder loans have now gone, but now we might and, be building uh, up new shareholder loans from Daniel's companies. And it won't be with Daniel himself; it will be one of his Czech companies that will loan the money at, at a, a set amount of interest. I don't have a problem with yeah, it. So everyone, I mean, basically the, the parasitic little way that they've run the football club—they've done all right, haven't they? Yeah, and it, it, the way they talk about their sacrifice and non-payment is just been false. It's been a falsehood all the way through it. Yeah. So you know they're they're never going to garner any favour from anyone, so, are they? Because people know all about it. Whether this guy will get grief for it, I'm sure. I'm gonna, the likes I'm of you, come back. microscopic. I'm going to come back to transfers, and I'll tell you why. Because I, 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 yesterday, um, I went to the London Stadium with Finley. Spur of the moment, I decided to go on a tour, um, and uh, and I was upgraded to a Legends tour with Alvin Martin. Well, good sure. Um, of course you were. Yeah. Mm. I was actually. No, I'll, t- yeah, I'll tell you the sure whole you story. Were, yeah. So I, I don't know. You're no, tell don't us the whole story, Sean. I'm going to tell the whole story. Yeah, so, the whole story. From so what? I booked. I want a chance. It was you a booked? rainy day. Yeah, I booked. Oh, I haven't booked? even told you this bit, Nigel. So don't pretend you know. I'm, I'm on ten dogs. I paid, I went on, there was a, an adult ticket for uh, 19, a child 19? ticket for 19 what, for pounds. for a legend tour? No, not for the legend tour, for oh, the one o'clock right. tour. For 19 pounds, 11 mm. pounds for the kid tour. Yeah. Uh, and then I used the code, you can use this, WHU Season yeah. 21, mm. gets you 55%. 13 quid bargain for two of us to go on a tour. And I've, I, I thought, oh, rainy day. My daughter's was away, and then me and son go down, so we did that. On the way there, I'm driving there through the Blackwall Tunnel into Bandit Country. I get a call from someone at West Ham, says, do you want to go on the Legend Tour instead? And I said, that would be nice. It's with Alvin Martin, so went to West Just Tour. out of the blue. Just out someone of the blue. Someone rings you up. Yep. From yep. the London Stadium. How did they Stadium. know you were going? How did they, yeah. Oh, uh, they saw my name, and you know, I, oh, I know. Right. And you had the phone number was next to it. 
Yeah. Oh, on my booking. On my booking. Yeah. yeah. So I get a call. I know what do, we do. Do you want to go on up. the legend tour? We won't bother telling him We're, when he comes because he's going to arrive anyway. We'll phone him up out the blue. That's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Ask Finley. That's so how I get a call. things like that happen. Yeah, they do. But people are always phoning me up when I'm going <laughs> to, into a shop. Honestly, this is how it happened. So, so I got there. And and I'm, I, it was a really good tour. I can really make. She, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a write up, but it was a really yeah. great tour. Um, Alvin was excellent. Cows. I know he's never played there. What? It's the truth. It's I bullshit. know I've never played there. He's he never played there, but he he, he trotted out his old stories and some new ones. Um, we were told we were taken through to the Arnold Hills and told various stories. We were taken out uh, into the uh, corporate hospitality. Um, seats to look over the pitch went then down to the Bolin bar got more stories from Alvin then went into pitch side and went round the pitch then went into the dressing room and, and a few other places then on the warm up track got our pictures with crossed arms with Alvin um, and then uh, oh the, the media room and, and went in the media room and there was a 10 minute Q&A with Alvin two hours Normal price for the uh, legends, I think, is 40 quid for adults, 25 quid for juniors. If you add the 55% on, which I think is, you, you can get a discount. And, and I really recommend it. Now, <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? I'm going to tell you some stories I was telling you. What are you laughing at? Oh, dear. Free stories. You're talking nonsense. Free stories I was telling oh. right? I'm going to tell you some stories. There is a family. This is what I was told. So I'll just, I'll just oh, my God. Can I direct Can I, the boochies to the WhatsApp group? <laughs> I've just gone on the WhatsApp. What? It's unbelievable. Oh, oh. It's unbelievable. Anyway. Just move on. Come on. Anyway, tell your free stories. You've got absolutely no credibility whatsoever. Free You're just lying to us. No, no, I'm not lying. That is exactly how it went down. Hmm. <laughs> I have been have you seen the WhatsApp times. group, Sean? Huh? <laughs> have you looked at the WhatsApp group? Yeah. What, this WhatsApp group? Have a look group? at the WhatsApp group now, yeah. Just stop talking Live bullshit and look at your, your WhatsApp group. Now we're yeah, yeah on I it. know that. Now we're all in on it, yeah. No, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> I'll, I'll send on. you another one to show you what I did pay. Oh, right. Yeah. So what's I that did. one then? That is the when they upgraded me to the oh, other one. I'm going to show you. They phoned you up to upgrade you. Oh, they phoned you, yeah. So they didn't just say, oh, come on in. They typed it onto the system. Yes. And phoned you yes. up. They said, oh, are you driving? I'm not bullshitting. I'm going to prove you wrong. Fuck off. Anyway. Oh, right. my life. Here's the story. And then we're oh. going to go back to John. Right. Jack and so, Ori. First Jack of all, Ori. when we're in the West End, they talked about that they've seen the plans. It's going to be. All those gaps are going to go, according to Joe, our tour guide, and you know, Alvin's nodding his head. Those when the uh, the West End is straightened off, and the gap between the upper tier and the low tier is going to be like East End, and apparently all of those gaps are going to be filled in. That's what Joe told me. I believe him. Um, the f apparently there are three foxes that live at the London Stadium. True story. This. At night, after the match, they go into the bins and nick the hot dogs that haven't sold and dig up the pitch and bury them in the pitch and the groundsmen have to keep on coming and repairing the pitch because of the three 
foxes. Fantastic. True story, bro. That's so cool. That is cool. And the final it's one. Worth and this, yeah, so it's worth the tour in itself. It's worth the tour in itself. This, this is a good one. This is what Nigel will like. <laughs> in the main entrance, the corporate entrance, apparently they've designed a whole series across the wall, and I showed Nigel where it is, of glass cases. And oh, that's you where showed the, me a wall. That's where the museum's going to be. So all the cups and the medals and the memorabilia, or the best memorabilia, because you can't fit it all in, is then going to be put, and the, the tour is going to end in the future at showing off the medals at the moment there's three right, glass cases do they want cases. to buy all the stuff back then they sold no I they kept it in bits. storage they kept loads and Nigel will say this they kept it in storage I thought they sold a load of it off they kept it in storage yeah they did you know that they did sell they sold most They've of got it tons off of it, they though. kept a f they kept some of the Bobby Moore stuff back I think they kept you know they flogged all the Jeff uh, some of the Martin Peter stuff by the way it's so valuable it's in vaults it's it's in a safe storage, I believe, in Christie's lockup in Vauxhall. Yeah, that's right. Um, now, what <laughs> Alvin Martin told us about David Martin, obviously his son, was he and his family get treated like kings. He said the families of current squad players, he said when he arrives on a match day, he gets a car parking space. He said an individual person is assigned to him for the whole match and his family they meet him at his designated car spot they take him to the seats they're there the whole day taking them backwards and forwards he said we're treated like absolute kings and he said every single squad player gets the same he also said he's very hopeful that david martin gets to he said he's got all his coaching badges and he's very hopeful he said he's spoken to David Moyes and he's hopeful that he can carry on doing staying at West Ham and doing a bit of coaching. Um, I know they've already got a goalkeeping coach, so he's probably not going to get that gig, but um, I don't think he's going to get another contract. But um, he, he talked with such pride, and I'm sure you've heard the story before, and I, I did video it on that day that, you know, David Martin played and, you know, in goal against Chelsea and, and a dream came true. And the last bit, which is where I'm going back to, to um, uh, John, which is I asked him a question. Of course, I had to ask a question. I videoed this as well. So we did a QA and a in the, the press room at the end. And I asked him uh, I asked him a few questions. But the question I asked him at the end is, what is your view of David Moyes not signing anyone in the transfer window? And Alvin Martin said, and you may say, well, he would say that because he's on message, he's being paid by the club. He's not being paid by the club, by the way. The tours are organised by Delaware North, the catering company, and not the club. But he said, I think David Moyes is spot on. He said, and he said to David, my son, he only wanted to bring people in who were better than his current squad. Yeah, in he his view, TV, he didn't see anyone... Remember, this is before Kidderminster. He didn't see anyone that was any better, and therefore he bought no one in. So I wanted to say that, bef John, before before you said what you wanted to say. And we'll bring um, uh, Georgian and Len, because you weren't around last week, on, on what you think of the transfer window. But there is always two sides to a story. My, my angle is... David Moyes decided and we should respect David Moyes. But I think you've got a different view, haven't you? You're going to blame the board. No. Not, not good. No. I mean, Whose fault is it? I, I, I don't really 
want to point blame at anyone for not signing anyone. I just think it, I just think it's poor from the club, whoever is you know, like most people who knows a little bit what's going on, you know, you saw you know, saw that guy from Man City come and join Rob was it Rob Newman his name? Yeah. See him uh, coming. No, along. um sorry. If we Don't read Schultz's article, well, you should. You're the sub editor. You should have corrected was, that. It was by called the way. Ron Newham. You should have corrected Ron that. Ron Newham. Yeah. <laughs> well, Can I just point when, out? I'm the sub editor, and I will point out the person that said that to me. That actually, I just checked for spelling mistakes, not dickhead mistakes. Well, hang so, on. The podcast was last called Transfer Roundup last week, and on your site you called it Transport Roundup. That weren't me, was it? Oh, I thought you were the editor. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Anyway, John, fuck off. I, I, I for one, was, I mean, obviously we've we've all sat and watched what's gone on, yeah? We've had four or five years at the London Stadium being told we were going to achieve loads of things awful. And then Moyes has come in and turned us around. And then it looked like the appointment of this guy coming in. We had some good signings, as we all know. And then the appointment of this guy was like it was really going to go down the route that we all feel, I believe we all agree on this, how a football club should be run with a proper, you know, football director dealing with it and not Sullivan all the time. And then and he, did. he came along. And he kept along. what you wish for. He kept completely yeah, he, out of it. He, he came along and couldn't do anything during the summer because they got him at yeah. a time where he was gone. So he couldn't do anything for the summer. So... I, I, for one, was hopeful in this window there would have been a clear plan, a clear sense of proper scouting, identifying players we need in areas and identification of players and a proper serious plan of going to buy players, which clearly we need. It's not a case of we can make get by whatever. Obviously, I haven't watched the games as I have been doing more lately as I normally have been but it's clear our form has gone right off the boil and there's a lot of reasons for it but one of the main reasons has been injuries and the lack of squad depth so it's clear we needed players yeah and all this talk about the charge for the top four and it really in contending well we're kind of not really if it's a false position when you look at the games in hand other teams around us have got but you, I was very hopeful that this would, would have been how I would have viewed a professional and clear plan of a transfer window. And then nothing happened. Now, that's down to them. I don't know who it's down to particularly. It looked, it was, looked like it had Sullivan's paw prints all over it at the end where there were bids flying in for all sorts of people a day before the window. Well, I don't think they old, were a day. We discussed this last week. I don't think well, they were okay. a day. They just broke a day before. And then the 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 deal with um, car looked like a Sullivan thing, where a loan here and a whatever uh, here, again, payments here and all that. Newman and Moyes all the time. Well, um, I mean, I don't, I don't, but just looking from the distance, that's what it looked like to me. So I was disappointed that we didn't sign anyone, yeah. and it it has given the feel. I mean, my my timeline on Twitter looked like it did three or four years ago. For a couple of days, it was mental people really going off on one about the transfer yeah. window flip-flop fan and and then i feel it i feel it's a kind of a, a, a another missed opportunity where we could yeah. push 
a couple of decent signings in the right places we could have pushed on and challenged. Now, it's their choice and I, I'm fine and I'm not saying Moy's out or anything like this. But what I do feel is that he is gambling with the future of this team with the lack of ambition shown in that window. I think the likes of Rice, if he wasn't going to go in the summer, are more likely to go in the summer Moy now. says, but look, I did I have think ambition. That what are they talking about? I tried to buy Calvin Phillips to play alongside Rice. I don't know what that Suchek thinks about that. Who said um, that? He said that. He said it. I tried yeah, to buy. Yeah. Well, if you're going to try and buy it, then don't just like show your bits at them, put them out on the yeah, table, we, and make we, a serious we offer. Said we I mean, fifty million club, is a joke. We made for three Calvin Phillips record bids. That shows ambition. They just didn't come up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that pathetic bids. It's don't just yeah, it's not real. I want to bring George in. George, you've kept your powder dry. Were you desperately uh, disappointed? Were you? Hang on. He desperately tried to sign Shaman Shaun. <laughs> I can do it live. I know. He desperately <laughs> tried to sign Shaman Shaun. There you go. George? I was disappointed, yeah. I think, you know, even more so having watched that performance on Saturday. And, you know... The, for me, all we all we needed was a backup striker. Antonio came out and said it himself in oh, some point he? in January. Yeah, yeah he, did. he came did out and said he, he he doesn't like being the only striker. Um, yeah. well, Jamaica are out of the World Cup now, so that's not a problem. And, and no, but say he's, again, he's, he's not a striker. But, yeah, well, yeah. I, I know you keep on saying this, but what point does he come a striker? Is Marco he never will become a striker. striker? No. Well, hang on. You can change position. At one point, it's being played as a right back, John. Exactly. I mean, Mark Arnautovic wasn't ever a right back. Anyway, <laughs> the, the, I was disappointed, yes. Now, again, I'm not a Moyes out or, you know, I'm not even pointing fingers at the board particularly. It was all a bit embarrassing. Oh, we're going in for that Nunes or whatever it is in the last minute. And it's just like, oh, my God, it's just so poorly planned and poorly run. Um, I just think, I mean, not not to to completely agree with John, but I, I, for me, it is the lack of ambition shown, and it's the it's the impact that has on the squad as it is right now. And it's your Rice's, it's your Bowen. You know, we could have pushed on if we'd have got a decent striker and as a backup, and maybe a centre back. Covered ourselves, we pretty much guaranteeing at least European football um, with those squad options added to but I know Nigel will say but look at where we are now most goals scored and blah, blah, blah. but just adding to that can only be a good thing in my opinion you know we've clearly got a good squad with good goal scoring record right now but if we're going to give ourselves more options what harm can that do uh, so it was just disappointing but it's not I'm not throwing my toys you out you won't lose any sleep you're not going to have a social media no. meltdown I'm not, I just no. I feel I feel it's a gamble. It is, definitely is a gamble, and I I wrote that he he lives and dies by his sword. You know, he's rep, he's put his reputation on this line. He came out, and I thought he would, and because he is that kind of guy, he took absolute responsibility. I thought some people believe the video he did, which you won't have seen, John. Um, he was scripted by the board, but he he took responsibility. He said, look, it was my decision. I I decided. I didn't think anyone was worth signing, and 
you know, it's down on me. I, I just uh, his argument in that video is, oh, we got Jared Bowen as a, as a great option as I a know. backup. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, you look at him on Saturday, and you take him out of that position where he's playing so well. <coughs> why would you do that? Yeah. He's having a great season, I'd, a great impact oh, from that. And he's shagging Danny Dyer. <laughs> but why? I just why, I don't understand why uh, why any. I, don't know, I just don't get it. Yeah. I just I mean I've seen it. that that Phillips from Liverpool, who every time he we we played Liverpool and he played against us was superb. Not fancy. He's ended up at Bournemouth. Not fancy by was offered was offered to David Moyes. Yeah. Not fancy. I I, after after Saturday's result, um, I now view it. I, I'm where before you? I, I was sort of back in. Um, I'm just going to ignore him, by the way. Um, before where I was <laughs> sort of backing more David Moyes, I'm just now I'm thinking, yeah, I'd, I said at the time I, I thought we needed a striker and a centre half, but I was happy to live with what we got. But now I'm thinking, yes, he has gambled with um, the rest of the season. I understand when people say we're in a certain position. We could kick on that weren't really bothering me, but I think you can see with the cups um, that we could have a problem. What I generally hope is if we can win the next three or four league games, which is possible, um, we could actually play the also rounds in the league and concentrate on the cups, put yeah. the first teams in both cup competitions. Um, so there's a pressure between now and um, and March the second, I believe, or third, uh, the Swan, uh, the Southampton game in the cup. But I want to see our best eleven out there. I want to see Antonio out there. I want to see Rice and Suchek out there, Bowen out there, um, Fornells out there, Lanzini if he's back out there. That's what I want in the cups. But we've got to win these next league games first, just to give yeah. us a bit of that cushion. I'm happy with a top ten finish, and we we take the cup seriously. You can always get knocked out; it's a fine line. But if we put out best teams and fight to the end in the cups, then so be it. But uh, do you not worry about the state of the team and the squad in the summer? Should we we lose players like Rice and Bowen and all these contracts well, expire look, and what do we, what it'll be what it'll be. There's nothing at the end of the day, you know. There's nothing we can do about it. My mantra has always oh, no, been: absolutely. if you pull on the shirt, I'll I'll back you hundred percent. Obviously, when you take the shirt off, um, that's a different matter. But um, I I will always back the people and that, that have got the shirt and. I get it, we're in a position now, but th for me, I think it is a false position. And also, there's the, the League One is littered with clubs that over-exerted over themselves in the Premier League. League One is littered with clubs that have over-exerted themselves in the Premier League. And I don't want us to do that. There's a new kid on the block, Newcastle. So now that's like seven teams whose finances can b blow us out of the water. Yep. So as much as we're earning extra money, we've not we've not jumped into that top six stage of finances. Now but there's yeah, another. It's not, it's not about pretending to put a fifty million pound bid in for Phillips. No, or something, but the, though, ca is it? the counter it's argument to that, the counter argument to that, Nigel is, okay, we're in this position now. Yeah, yeah. But halfway through the season, in that position, we yeah. are we are in a shout for top four. I know there's games in hand or whatever, but yeah. a few good results. So making a couple of 
you know, smart sign-ins now to give us the best chance to do that. You know, even one season of Champions League football secures our safety as a from a financial point of view for however many years. So, but, but, but still, our best chance of getting that is winning the UEFA Cup. Champions League football, here we well, come. I, okay, but I would still argue we need a deeper squad to do that because look Possibly. at Kidderminster. Possibly. <laughs> uh, the only thing is, if he'd have bought two, if he'd have bought two players in, it was less pressure on the summer. He has now heaped a whole lot of pressure in because if we do lose, I don't think we'd lose Bowen. Rice, different kettle of fish. You know, we can so get under. He, he can't. He can't pretend to Rice that now that no. we, we're we're moving oh, he's forward. Given we're loads we're, of commentary I mean, how Rice won't leave and. Hundred million was a sale price, and if they wanted, yeah, but that we know the then. game, Sean. We yeah, know that they have to say them things because if they turn around and raise the white flag, they'll all be swarming around us like flies around you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's I mean, you just look at Saturday what Rice did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just oh, he's he's world class. He's, and, and yeah. uh, he's he's gone, isn't he? So yeah, and, and thing, you like, can't you blame put, him. Putting a hundred pound price tag isn't going to put teams off because that's the going price now for class yeah. players. I mean, you could argue Lukaku and Grealish haven't done it at all, but they were both worth hundred. Yeah, but Rice has gone now, actually, and this is the thing: where you think who's he going to go to? Chelsea, possibly. I can't see Man City having him. Now you're thinking, well, it could be a shootout between Man City and Real Madrid. And if Barcelona sort their finances, believe me, they'd be knocking the door down. Yeah. He is yeah. that good. He's gone. You know, like. I don't think he'll go Paris purely because they're one team in the league or, or, or whatever. But I think Real Madrid or Bayern Munich or someone like that looked at him. You know, every every top club in Europe is going to be looking at Declan Rice now. Mm-hmm. They, uh, at yeah, the I agree. I'm sure he's This he's season, he surpassed everything. Just ignore it. <laughs> <immense. laughs> why why can't mean, you use the word immense? Oh, it's just you, Sean. Okay. Anyway, long word on this from Len. Glenn, you, you oh, have your... You Glenn. Go on, go on, Glenn. Go on, Glenn. Go on, Glenn. Canning Town, Glenn. I used to go to school with a Glenn. Yeah, go on. For Canning Town. Yeah, what, he Glenn, was, yeah. Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Town. You're, you're so... My last word regarding the transfer window. Yeah. Well, like I say, like, I've got no... Although I've got no objection with the policy uh, being in the two cups and having a what has showed to be a paper-thin squad uh, on Saturday when you consider the quality of players and the attitude of players. Um, I thought we should have got another striker in mm-hmm. because and it's not just the ins. What about the outs? There's Deadwood there, but we had a chance to get out. You could have got out, bought some youth in, bought a fresh player in, bought someone into, you know, Give the impression to the to the better players that we, you know, if there's an opportunity to build and make us better, we're going to take it. And I, I don't think passing on the opportunity improves anything. You know, we're limping out the end of this season, and I don't mean that negatively. It's just that Nigel's somewhat right that if our best chance for uh, Champions League is for the UEFA Cup. UEFA Cup. Ugh. Yeah, UEFA Europa League. Sorry. And and you look at the FA Cup. If we were. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Six games, six results away from winning the league, we'd all be excited and we'd all be the attitude, but we're different. And because it's with six games from, or six ties from winning one of two cups, it doesn't seem to be enough urgency from the, the the fringe players who are the ones that are getting picked to do do the business to get through these six six games or five games, uh, and not from the manager. You cannot let an opportunity like that go by not buying an extra striker. You just cut or yeah. forward player or whatever he wants. There must be someone at the top of the championship that he's interested in. Because you look at our best players, well, Declan Rice. Obviously not. Or, or no one, you know, we've always said January's a bad time to buy. Anyway, it's it's done. There's nothing we can do to change it. As but it's, it'd, said, be, it'd, it'd be a lot to, harder. He's got to live with this now. We've all got to live with this. And we just hope that he proves us wrong. Uh, John, I quoted you last week. When we signed Jesse Lingard and we didn't sign a striker... You said, well, that's us done. We finished six. Now, I know it's a different position because at least we did strengthen. But that's, that's everyone in the squad prove us wrong and finish they didn't, six. They didn't do that on Saturday, they did they? They, they didn't, didn't but I anyone. do think there's reasons for that. We, we hope, we hope yeah, for the best, There was a lump, lumpy pitch, wasn't there? A lumpy pitch, wins. It's going to be a lot, a lot harder pitch. for... It's going to be a lot harder for Declan Rice to walk away in the summer if Look, we have qualified for the Champions League. Let's see how we play tomorrow exactly. against Watford. You know. Let's see how we play against Southampton in the next round. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Little, uh, You were talking about limped off. Uh, little injury news. Um, as you've probably already heard, uh, he, he twisted his bad knee, uh, Zuma, but he should be all right for tomorrow. So uh, he should play against Watford on Tuesday. And but Lanzini wouldn't, has got wouldn't an Achilles. It be nice? Sorry, wouldn't it be nice to have another centre back that could play instead of him? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? 
so hopefully Put Rice there. Play. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Uh, Lanzini's got an Achilles problem. Or doesn't look like he's playing. While Masuaku's got his bad knee again. He's got a problem with his knee and is going for scan. So it looks like both are out of the squad. But probably, you know, we're back to the squads. Sorry, Sean. Did you say Zuma's fit? Zuma should be fit, yes. All oh, right. For Why, you don't think tomorrow. he is? Oh, he's twisted his tomorrow? knee a little bit, hasn't he? He twisted his knee, yeah. Stood on the ball and went over. Would the club a bit worried about him? But yeah. he's responded okay, yeah? Yes. All oh, right. Why? All right. No, because that's embargo till 10.30, no, you it's said. Not. So no, it's not. No, no, well, that's no. That's what you said. Yeah, listen, but he won't be out listen, before then. You know what Sean's like uploading. If you see... If you see what it says... We'll still be talking question time. Yeah, we're still talking question time. <laughs> if you see what it says, it is actually... It's in the public domain. He obviously said that in the broadcast section as well. So it's oh, all right. right. Although you then just read out the quote, which means I can't release this to half ten now. Right, well, no, that's what I was curious. Anyway. Like, you say it's embargoed, and yet you spat on it. Well, it won't thinking, go well, out to half ten now. Oh, I'll sit there waiting to half ten while everybody right, come else on, you talks two. about I think you right. need to get counselling. Right, yeah. two... <laughs> Two things I just remember from the tour. This is a killer. Every, every um, where's oh, my yeah. gun? <laughs> is, that, every, is that the same as what a lovely Alvin? two guys, real uh, guys having a beer picture? Um, lovely guys. <laughs> or is it another oh. story about a fox? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, you, you know when, do you remember yes. when Jesse Lingard's watch got nicked? Yeah. No, we don't. That's a rumour. Go on. Well, it, it turned up. It's not oh, a rumour, it? it's true. The fox nicked it. It turned yeah. up the it in the bins. <laughs> it was found um, in the bins next to the hot dog. He was Hang walking on. along <laughs> with Jesse Lingard's underground watch. He went, fuck that, I'm having the hot dog. Spat the watch out and picked up the hot dog out of the bin. They've got little, they've got little you know the little saves you have in hotel rooms? They've got each one, they've got a safe like that above each uh, changing Lock, room. Yes, that yeah. now. And you can put your... And apparently, and any one day, there's you. This is what Joe told me. There's like two million pounds oh, full of, of stories in, in the thing. But get this: this is what Alvin told me about. And this story comes from David Martin. He said he didn't say which player it is. He said last week a player turned up at training with a fifty thousand pair of trainers. How can you spend? George will know this. He's a He's a youngster. Oh yeah, I love my uh, fifty thousand pound on a pair of trainers. How can you spend fifty thousand pound on a pair of trainers? I don't know. Who would you reckon that is? Antonio um, Zuma. It's got to be one of the deck. hipsters. Oh, it could be Deck actually. He likes his trainers. Wouldn't be Yarmolenko. He's got no use for him, have he? No, true. Anyway, uh, so oh, they didn't say who. So Joe, the great right, storyteller. So what's his story then? Well, no, that wasn't. So what's that, that got to do with? Lingard's watch. Yeah, where's the watch? Did he nick the watch yeah. and sell the bar of trainers? <laughs> two tales from the tour that just came into my mind. They're completely random. One was from uh, Alvin Martin, the other one was from Joe. I'm just trying to sell the tour, right? I understand, I understand yeah. that, but. I, I, I would as well. I've got it for free. <laughs> I didn't get it for free. I paid for it. I've just sent you the receipt on WhatsApp. Where's, where's the watch? The watch turned up, he said. The week later, the watch turned up mysteriously. And no further action was taken. Du, du, du. Joe must get it right. I mean, he no works for come an back. American catering company. How could he get stuff like that wrong? All right, come on. I've got dinner in a minute. <sighs> no, you haven't. Yeah. I think that's, that's, me, that's me singing again in that one, I think. Is it? Yeah. 
It's so what? Pushed. I missed the end of that story. I was reading a text from someone about work. What happened with the watch? It just turned up, Nigel. It just turned up, Nigel. It really isn't worth asking. It. It just, <laughs> I literally, just, just move on. I literally got caught up with a text about work and thought, fucking hell, I want to know what's happened to the watch. <laughs> Nothing, mate, honest. <laughs> I wish you have said. Wait you you don't catch me with my trousers. Wait can, for the can answer. I just point out, right, yeah, was that on. a deliberate ploy, though, to find the watch after February the 1st so we didn't have to sign Jesse Lingard? Hey, no, I, no. Did, I tell you what, I wouldn't put it past them owners. Slags. Yeah. Anyway, question time. <laughs> question you've you've time. got to put one up, so hopefully there's only about three questions. Uh, good luck Don't with that. Dark. Anyway, over on Twitter, because, you know, they start early on Twitter. Bang, 3160, 43-40, 6H, just to show you how long ago he got in. Uh, said GSB out banners and songs were out on Saturday off the back of the transfer window, despite this being down to Moyes who had money available. Good question, this. Is this why GSB out continues to have no credibility or is it just a modern-day fair-weather fan? Brady out. Brady out. Good question. That's why I asked this one first, Dan. Yes. Yes what, Sean? Yes on both. That's why they've got no credibility and that's a modern fan. Right, modern fan. Even though most of the away support would be classed as old-timers at the Kidderminster game. Well, I don't know who was holding those banners. You'd have to tell me who was holding the banners. There, well, there seems I, to be I, a I few Johnny-come-latelys that can get hold of um, away <laughs> tickets as well. It's not always. Well, yeah. Someone's bitter he couldn't get one, look. Well, well yeah. He probably could have done if he'd have asked properly. Yeah. Well, no, you know what? And this is a true story. He probably could have done if he'd been a bit nicer and a bit more popular. Because the person I know who's got away tickets would never sell to him on his deathbed. Oh. <laughs> uh, he chose the uh, Legends Tour instead. Yeah. Yeah. Legends of London Stadium. We'll have Mark Noble doing them next. He's got something better to do next season, hasn't he? Oh, what do you think, Len? Well, GSB mate. out. Has it got credibility? I mean... Oh, I can't. You can't criticise the fans that go to these games and think so. But then you've also got to understand that that type of fan is the fan that goes to the games and supports the team and mm. does the mileage and don't get in feared, you know, don't get in involved with what Sean has to say and the reasons behind it. They've yeah. made their mind up. They don't like him. You can't really blame them for that. You can't blame them for that. So they're taking their opportunity to let them know. And what they're saying is, we blame you for the transfer window, even though you got to have Moise half responsible. But then you, you don't hear the... Um, you know, you don't hear Moise's actions, but what you do hear is some fucking cock and ball story about a napkin getting passed over with a fifty million pound player for a player who's worth ninety. Well, that ain't Moise's fault, because you named the, the people in the story. So that's probably why you get the people chanting GSB out because they've just sick to the back tea for that. This type of nonsense. So no. Not, it doesn't really that credibility. They're reacting to what they're hearing and what they're reading. How can you? you, you how can you um, um, 
criticise the fan that goes to the game and comments on what he sees and hears. You can't. And uh, this is what sometimes uh, the, 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 all the social media thing is just white noise. All the stuff, the propaganda comes out of the club, that's white noise. You got to listen to the man who goes to the games and, you know, reacts to what he sees and hears. I understand the question. I get Dan's point. I really do. But sometimes we just listen a bit. A bit we, we want the news a bit too much and we want to we're quick to make a judgment on it and say oh, do you know the, the worst thing that, that wound me up about the transfer window the amount of um, response videos reaction videos of who's to blame whose fault is it blame fault it's not <laughs> it's a fucking choice it's like saying you know we didn't, we, yeah. we didn't go out you know it's like yeah. saying um, it was Valentine's Day next week. Like, if you don't take your missus out or this, that, and the other for a meal or get the flowers, or whatever, who's to blame? Whose fault is it? It's, it's not. You don't. It, 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 no one's got a right to 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 anything. It's a choice, and it, people made their choice. We've got to get on with it because we're only paying punters. If we don't like it, you know, consider sort of either becoming less emotionally invested or trying something else to spend your time. But we're certainly not entitled to it, are we? No. No, I, I said and that last week. That, um, we, 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 that we, we as fans can't complain. I don't think we've got a right to complain if the club don't buy a player. We, we got, no, we don't. We, 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 we support the team whatever they, they buy and we support the players on the pitch. Um, I, I, I'm not a fan of every time we... It seems now, every time we have a bad patch, the, the Fuck Off Golden Sally song comes out. As much as I loved singing that back in the day, I don't... It, I'd rather they sung it when we were winning as well. But Because if we were beating Kidderminster 3-0, they wouldn't have sung the song. Even though, respect to the person that took the GSB out banner... Because he would have took it, not knowing we were going to put in that performance. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Of, you know, uh, and th and this is the thing. He's took the banner at the game. He probably had the banner out anyway. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, we, which uh, you know, it's hard to answer the question. Would he have put the banner up and waved it if we were three 0 up? I'd like to think he would. Well, he took it, and that's the thing because he's took the banner already. Yeah. So, but then the, the, what you also you got to understand, Nigel, is people are entitled to their, their day out. I mean, they've got up at silly o'clock. Oh, yeah, six If they are freeing yeah. it up after 20 minutes, you've got to let them sing a silly, massive fucking song. Yeah. The Kidding Minister and any other fucking team I've seen over the weekend are singing now. Please give well, it up. Well, one thing Please. I hope, it's I hope that's the end morning. of that song. <laughs> fucking it's oh, all right. I you said do, to you, you last, said, night, yeah, George, last night, yeah, that's this, this football, song has just ruined oh, football. Oh, it's just it's <laughs> fucking appalling. And I, everyone who's jumped on it selling their massive shirts I, and I didn't whatever. mention, because I had an hour to spend, I went to the club shop, which I haven't been for a long time. West Ham are massive t-shirts. Yeah. 25 quid each. Fucking great. Half and half scarves, John. In the official club shop, two quid each for Rapid Vienna and... Um, what was the other one we played? Genk. Genk. Two quid each. Two quid each, reduced from 12. And But the best one, and these are right on show, that you could pick them up as you go to the checkout. 
two bowls of season ticket holders, one in black and one in um, claret. Oh, Only £5 pound each. How do they fit that many season ticket holders in a bowl? I know. Season ticket what? card holders. So wallets what? that hold season tickets oh, well, it that are not available anymore. Because you don't get cards anymore. No, for five quid each. And they had a whole bowl full of them. And you go, what? Well, what they need to do, they've missed a trick, Sean. They need to get one of them um, claret folders with the A4 clear plastic sleevings in. Yeah, and have a print. Keep your print your own at tickets here for the season, and have like twenty four clear wallet folders, and you oh, could just you print your ticket at home and slide it in there, innit? I I was a bit disappointed looking around the shop. It just seems like a shop full of tat now. Literally, they've gone it's to a merch. Full of tat. They've gone now. to a merch place and just said, right, put my stab on everything, right? And we we knock out everything, because our punters will buy anything that's got the West Ham badge on it. And it's just full of merch, that some of questionable quality. And Is I'm it sorry, true, though, Sean, that the West Ham Massive T-shirt still weren't in your size? <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> but right, look, the West Ham and Massive is a bit of a joke, right? But come on, the club <laughs> shop shouldn't be selling West Ham and Massive everywhere they go t-shirts for 25 quid. That's a bit embarrassing. If you wow. A bit. Right. Says Sean Whetstone. There you Uh-oh. go. And we shouldn't be selling half and half scarves as well. I think that's embarrassing as well. For yep. two oh, quid. Just, you know, in everything about the ownership of our football club is embarrassing, Sean. I oh, come on. You, you, can't, you can't blame the owners. Do you blame Daniel as well? For, I don't for blame Daniel. I blame Sean Brady. Sean. Superstar yeah, Brady. Brady. Leadership. Brady out. Brady out. This is well, why Brady out. But wanted to become a thing. To well, leadership stop influences this. Actually, the culture I'm sure Brady does know what goes on on the shop. I'm not sure Golden Sullivan knows what got sold in the shop. But I'm sure Brady knows what gets sold in the shop. Yeah, and it Brady out. I want Brady a baby gold bobblehead, though. They don't sell them in the shop anymore, do they? I need to replace me broken one. No, no one's. You can no get one's pictures of. Um, I don't want pictures. Players that don't play for the club anymore. <laughs> Still. Well, there you go. Well, one can you get question. A Julian Julian one question in, yeah. Uh, WHU Mark Reaper, um, who we call Kevin. Says, uh, is there any truth that we were so impressed with Matt Preston, the Kidderminster, that we offered Diop, Fredericks, Crow, and Yarmolenko in a swap deal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently, I don't know if you can cash. confirm this, Sean. Yeah, the Kidderminster decline, having concerns since the players weren't good enough for the National League North. True <laughs> that. Yeah. Was Crow that bad, was he? Uh, he just looked just like out of his depth. Didn't you know see him like, in the first half. You know who players when they just chase the ball around and when they get the but ball it just bounces he, off them. He looked mean. like a rock star had won the competition to sort of fucking play football. Yeah. Well, Sideshow side Bob had come alive. In to be life. fair, in the second half we could have put Robert Plant out there and I don't think we would have noticed the difference because Robert Plant looked like he still got the same air as Robert was Crow. So, uh, and Robert Plant was in the crowd. Yeah, there you go. So... Um, but everyone was asking why we hadn't played Krull, you know, and what had he done wrong, and now we know, and I now said... Now we know, yeah. Yeah, he just didn't fancy him in training. Is he, why is not? He, in fact, then. Is he on loan, Sean? He's, He's on, on loan, loan, yeah. Option to buy. With an option to buy, yeah. 
Well, yeah. we think it's an obligation to buy, but he had to play like that. 15 games, so he ain't going to get anything close to that. Why don't he? we send it? Can't we not send it? Not usually. Not unless the are as baffling as the lack of so, ins. So, unless the other... Loans work like this, right? Unless there is... The other club calls him back, if they had yeah. a clause, or unless both clubs agree to cancel a loan, yeah. you can't send a player back because they've made other so arrangements. What's Otherwise, the talk of... Just what's send this him talk of Suchek going... Who said sure. that? You did. Oh, yeah, oh, Germany. Two or three yeah. times. Well, I have heard that a particular club in Germany that will not be named. Bayern Munich. No, it's not Bayern Munich. Oh, Dortmund. Yeah, Russia Dortmund. Yeah. Um, are prepared to offer 50 million quid for him in the summer. It's funny, I swear you said Bayern Munich last week. And no, I thought you said Bayern Munich. Yeah. I said Dortmund. Hmm. I don't know, John. Would you take that? 50 million quid for Suchek? John, don't get any money. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> and the club don't spend no, it, so it's a mute question. I mean, if I was offered it, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> but what can you get for 50 million? I mean, if you could... Well, you're not, mate, not fucking the Leeds United players. <laughs> well, if you could get yeah. Calvin not, Phillips Yeah, not, not an 80, million. 90 million pound midfielder from if, Leeds. If, well, yeah, that's no. right. If you, could, if you could sell Suchek 50 million and buy Calvin Phillips, who obviously has been injured for a while for 50 million, then you'd say yes. Yeah. That would be if you could buy, look, If you could buy Calvin Phillips for 50 million, you'd buy him, wouldn't you? Yeah, but you can't. It goes to show, doesn't it? That they're getting fifty million pound for Suchek, and you think Calvin Phillips is worth the same? Don't get me wrong, I like I like Suchek, but if you're asking Rice, who do you want to play against? Suchek, who's somewhat gone off the ball, or his England teammate that he's already got a great. I don't even want to know. I'm bothered saying it. We all know the answer, don't we? But yeah. it's just a little bit... It's but would you sell Suchek and Rice and Boeing? Because this thing, we're saying, would we take 50 million for Suchek? Yeah, we would. But what if then someone big comes in for Rice and at the end of the day, Rice has only got two years left on his contract two, in the summer? 250. So let's say we sell Rice for 150, yeah. Suchek for 50, <laughs> Boeing for 50, yeah. two, 250 million yeah. pounds. Yeah. That's a quarter of a... Billion pounds. Right, yeah. oh, right now, yeah. so go and do your own work. Yeah, go and look up like David Moyes signings and, and whatever. And I'm telling you, he's a bit Harry Redknapp-ish. Yeah, he is fantastic with a bargain player. Give him a lot of money. Mm, not so sure. And there is this. Plus, they're going to be. They're going to ask more money because we got cash in the bank. Yeah, that's another thing to sort of consider. Buy him that if we are selling him for a big player. Christ, buy him now. Buy him now because, you know, once you've got the cash in the bank there, in August, it's going to be a foot. You say January is our time to buy players. Being rich in, in, in summer is a hard time to buy players as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we, we can underestimate what it's going to do to our, our team as it is now when Rice walks out that door. Absolutely. Mm. He is a massive part of what's been going on lately. Absolutely. And that's why you've got to enjoy this season, people. You do. Believe really me, yeah. it will only be downhill from it now. Will. And do you know what? <laughs> and do you know what? I, I'm it's looking great, right. It, being a West Ham I love it. 
today, right? I, I, I looked out in the, in the garden this morning, and the um, it, it, it's not a rhododendron. It's an it's another flower. Oh, I assume. Uh, no, it's, it's. Let's not name them all. It we doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's irrelevant. Daffodil. I'm running out yeah, of flowers. Well, yeah, well, you could say you could say the same thing about the daffodils coming up. But I've got this flower that when it flowers starts to signify the running to the season and it's starting to flower now it's usually in full bloom right at the end truly right, but it's starting to flower now no it, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head um, snow job <laughs> I think they've been gone the snow job <laughs> uh, but anyway and you think to yourself this is the time of, time of year the running of the season goes in a flash and being not in the relegation um, battle, uh, that uh, that's that, that it's going to come thick and fast. Being in the tro- in the two trophies, so in three weeks' time, God forbid, God forbid, or like at the beginning of the March, could be out of both cups, right? Through no fault of our own. Mm. I don't want to be a doom monger, and could then we're looking. Uh, and then, and then, like all them, it all starts about rice leaving again. And like before you know it, things are on the downturn, and you're not enjoying it. We're not massive anymore. We ain't got our European trip, and we ain't got our FA Cup dream. And we were never in the top four race, and things change. It could happen quick. So enjoy well, it, you it, know. It's... Yeah, it will happen quick if if. If this summer, if we lose Suchek, Rice, Bowen, that's the... the it's going to be so hard. I think Rice is irreplaceable. That. Yeah, I don't think any type the morale, of money sort of... Rebuild everything to do with the spirit, everything. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so enjoy it. I look right. I think he's possibly yeah. one of the <laughs> best players we've ever had, actually. Technically. Yeah, I, I think he's up there with Trev. And he's just he's just improving it, ain't it? All the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Even though yeah, I did say it. the other day that this reminds me of Paul Allen. Yeah, and you Paul did. Allen I had to say that. Was, was, um, he was like 22, done five years in the first team. He was head and shoulders the best player for us. The thing with Paul shoulders. Allen, though, what are you missing that? He went to a fucking tribunal. So we couldn't be in a position where we were oh, able to ransom about right. getting yeah. Mark Wald. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's good to remember. I'll make a note of that. Went to a tribunal, so we didn't get a lot of money. Well, I don't know. 500,000 for yeah, less than that. Which weren't a lot back in the mid-80s. Where did he go? Then. Tottenham. He had the choice of Liverpool. Liverpool. Why did yeah. he not go for Liverpool? <laughs> no. I the only thing I think of, look, his cousin Clive was at Tottenham. His uncle had played yeah, for Tottenham. Yeah. You know, it, I think it, he was quite a homely person. Yeah. It, the, the Allens all played for QPR, Tottenham, and West Ham. Done a lot, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. They'd and well, Clive lot. did ev- every London club. Yeah. Well, he, he didn't play. Well, he, he did play for Arsenal. I think it was a place yeah, he friendly. He did, yeah. <laughs> and then they <laughs> sold him to sort of get the cash flow to buy. Kenny, well, it was Kenny, Kenny Samson, Samson, wasn't it? Samson, wasn't it? He was. He was there a month. It was at Arsenal for a month. You remember this stuff? <laughs> I told you, I remember more in 1982 than I do last week. Yeah, they signed him in 1980 because we got Goddard from QPR. So, it, uh, Alan and Goddard were, were fantastic strike force for QPR. 
Uh, I don't think they'd got up, though. So they sold Paul uh, Clive Allen to Arsenal in the August, in the July. In the August, they sold him to Crystal Palace and got Kenny Sansom. So they've obviously, I don't know if Terry Neal realised or not sure it's going to work. Because he was supposed to replace Malcolm McDonald, who'd got a knee injury. In fact, never played again. And um, they, they, they obviously shifted him out. And of course, when he played with Palace, he scored one of the most famous goals never to be given. Which was top corner against Coventry. Uh, it's the back of the goal, comes back out and the referee wave play on. Oh yeah, I remember that. Now you said it. And uh, it's... <laughs> It's, it's, it's quite. Uh, it's, it's. It, 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 you can literally see the ball fly into the goal, hit the metal post at the back of the goal, and fly straight back out. And I think the referee had thought he'd hit the crossbar, and he waved play on. Yeah. What were we talking about before we went off on a tangent? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you was right. Let's have anyway. another question. Yeah, let's have another question. Uh, do you think the manager is adverse to taking risks in the transfer market? Because he knows a manager in the modern game is one bad recruitment window away from the sack. Blimey. Oh, I think he historically has been that way anyway, hasn't he? Hmm. I think that's his nature, isn't it? Cautious. Um, yeah. Is Sean still there? Yes, I'm here. No, I'm just checking. Um, I know you like to drift off, even though you ain't got writing to do for Carrot and you, which you would normally do while we're recording a podcast. <laughs> um, and you've had two this week off of me, so I think I've um, I've had my feel of being abused for it. So you can have you got abused? Oh, a few people have questioned, um, and I'll say everyone's entitled to their view, <laughs> and I will publish their view. Uh, Jeremy Peter says, "Who was the guy who left West Ham?" After seemingly making racist remark about African players, weren't racist. He just said we didn't want to sign African players. Tony Henry. Tony Henry. That's it. Played for Man City, I think. Uh, do we now have a scout based in Africa? It would appear we've signed a partnership with a Ghanaian second division soccer side. Yeah, we did that some time ago. Is that right? Yeah. All right. We have, we we've set up a number of partnerships with soccer schools. Around the world, this is this is a model that Man City and um, Man United and Chelsea use. What they do is they set up partnerships to lend skills and everything, and use the name of of West Ham. And in return, if they scout anyone in their schools they think is really good talent, then obviously the club the club that sponsors them gets you know first dibs. All right. Uh, we've got a question about Ogbonna's contract extension. Yeah. Uh, is it? Uh, how does that work then? His contract extension, because he's out of contract. He is. Is it automatic? Is it conditional? Obviously, uh, what happens if he can't? Obviously, they're not just going to give it to him, are they? They're, he's got to prove his fitness, surely first. Well. It's always been a bit of a grey area. It is normal for all West Ham contracts now to use an option of at least 12 months and often 24 months. You know, this has been seen... I mean, this is what's happened with Fabianski. Um, and my understanding, and of course I'm only getting one side of it, is the club can decide to invoke that extension unilaterally. I I don't see how, but I'm not a contract lawyer, so 
but I've been told that they can decide to exercise their rights to extend it, but it doesn't work the other way around, which sounds a little bit unfair. Right, okay. So the club can extend, but the player can't. I mean, I don't know what if the player says no. I assume if the player says no, then no's no, right? Um, yeah, no's no. Yeah. Um, so we've drifted away to mates and uh, Greenwoods, and we shouldn't have been drifting onto that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, right. So I'll go on to Facebook. There's a few here. So, uh, Chrissy Mills, I don't like this new creator studio that Facebook have done. It is baffling me. I'll, I'll work my way through it. Hang on, Please. I've been I've been and had dinner, and you're still only just getting onto Facebook. You've had yeah. your dinner. He's <laughs> went, yeah, dinner. He, he did text. Yeah, so he's having dinner. His dinner. I had just a bit of steak and some veg. Oh, Eating at our fate's not good for you, George, mate. Nigel, we've talked I about this before. This is I what don't. this podcast does to me. I don't, I don't eat at all. I still have my dinner. I had my dinner before I come on. <laughs> but I've got a good lady wife. See, you need to slap them into action, son. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I bet Sam can't wait to the... Down at Laura Woods here, you say that. I'm going to tell her to listen. Right, what's this? Mark this point. Yeah, go on, mark it. Yeah. It is 98 minutes in. Okay. All right, there you go. Jesus yeah, Christ. Better do as you're told, girl. Yeah, and I do do as I told. Um, evening, gents, says Chrissy Mills. How you doing, Chris? Going by Sean's comments last week about Suchek being off for Germany and lots of players at the end of the contract. How many players will we need in the summer? Now, he reckons eight if Rice and Bowen actually stay. Uh is is the question I want? Uh, do you think GSB are fully preparing for one last act of treachery against the club by getting in as much money for themselves and selling off their best players before they finally leave? Uh, he loved the retro moaning, which I'll explain later. Uh, by the way, Brady out. Brady out. Come on, Sean. That's worrying. Why? Right. Worrying scenario, isn't it? And quite possible. I don't know is the answer. I mean, let's say your Bonner's going to stay, uh, Fabianski's going to stay. I don't see Bowen leaving. Chance that Rice is leaving. Chance that Suchek's leaving. We're losing Noble. Obviously, Crow is no way going to stay. Um, David Martin goes, but I don't see that's a big difference. Who else is left? Uh, Fredericks, I think, goes as well. Um... Masuaku, is he staying? Masuaku's still in contract. No one will want him. He's got a dodgy knee anyway. So, yeah, there's a lot. Look, we, we talked about the best this last about week. Him. There is a lot to replace. And as I hate to repeat what Nigel said, but uh, evolution, not... What did you say? Revolution. Revolution. Um, because, you know, it's not good replacing six or eight players all in no. one summer. Yeah. No. It, it no. might it, it it might not be a, a act of treachery by the board as well to to sort of stuff us before they leave. They might just be cashing They're in their leaving. chips. They're not leaving. It might just be a hobby as well. Well, they, well we hope they're leaving, don't we, Sean? Well, you they're hope. Leaving. Yeah. They're going. Yeah. Do we? Anyway. Yeah. Well. Anyway. All right. Let's let's crack on. 
I've only got another 26 to do. Hi, lads, says Ian Wiley, our favourite Frenchman from Guernsey. Uh, he says, uh, not even going to waste my breath talking about Saturday. Uh, but then he does waste his breath by saying, shockingly well under par performance, which he's talking about Saturday, uh, that we were lucky to win. We'll probably go on to win the whole thing now, and we'll all look back and say, remember when little Kidderminster uh, deserved to win? Any news on Landini's injury, Sean? Uh, he's got, I, I said earlier, I just know he's got Achilles and uh, they were assessing how bad it is. I don't no. know any more than that. So he's getting assessed. Well, with any luck, it'll be like the uh, the new the new A-level assessment. It'll just be, yeah, you passed, mate. Uh, Martin Payne uh, says, has Yarmolenko got some seedy pictures of Moyes? He says, the only reason I can think of him being picked, Oxoflex, must be wondering just what he has to do to get a chance if Yarmolenko's picked ahead of him. Should we be giving Oxoflex some game time? Yes, I'll answer that one, Mark. I think you're right. I think the thing with a game like that is you don't want to flood it with kids, but we should have had one of them out here. Had 10 others and that one, one youngster. Um, and, and that's how you bed him in. Don't matter what one, he's just one of them. Uh, David White says, How embarrassed? He, he, didn't he used to play for Man City? Uh, how embarrassed did you all feel after celebrating not only Declan's goal but the winning goal? Was anyone embarrassed? I weren't embarrassed, mate. I, I, was I just felt relieved. Yeah, if well, I, my neighbours would have heard me. Dear, oh dear. Normally, I, I'm not one, but I, there was a few C's, a few C next Tuesdays, and effing sort it out now. Stuff. I don't know how I felt about it. It's just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our favourite pixelator after Len, it's Paul Oakley. He says, I think that every West Ham player that started the game should donate a week's salary to charity as pedants for that display. It was really mad. And I'm glad he pointed out that those that started the game, because it was the substitutes. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, I watched Claret and Booze. Obviously, I partake in Claret and Booze videos. And the other week, they, someone got below five. So they put a donkey's head on them. And uh, I did text them and say, I found that a bit disrespectful to the player. Uh, this week, I was invited on to do player markings, and I said, make sure you got a load of donkeys, because, fuck me, there's a lot going to be issued. Um, and I think only three starters didn't get a donkey's head. So, and we gave three to Yarmolenko. There you go. Uh, Jason Backhouse, we all know who he is, because he'll say, evening, gents, he's your favourite man from the 70s here. He is. Uh, what was it with all the short corners on Saturday? Good point, Jace, actually. Uh, they never worked for us after having so much success this season. And last, from the high ball into the box, why did they keep persisting with them on Saturday? What was the game plan? Anyone? No idea. Well, I could only be guessing, no. but I, I, I don't hate short corners as it is. But no, I don't know. So my notes for the bumpy pitch, don't get injured. So bumpy pitch, Sean, then you would have played yeah, a frigging eyeball, wouldn't you? Eyeball, you dickhead. Oh, yeah. So my notes that I gave up halfway through the first half, because I thought, I ain't doing a match report, I'm just going to slaughter them. And this was in the first half. 
says, West Ham had much of an early ball but failed to create. Same Austin shot on target. Sterling shot easy. Kidderminster do well with high balls into the box. So that might be your answer. When we started the first half, we, 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 had a, we were getting out wide, putting balls in the box, and their central defenders were winning every header. So they probably but decided to change it up. This ball in the box business, it's only ever good when it's Creswell on one end. There's, there's no one else who can do it. Paul Niles puts in a decent ball, doesn't he? Yeah, he wasn't on the pitch either, though. Yeah. I mean, he puts in a good corner for now. But mm. what... I, 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 no, I keep saying it, but we've always been a 1-11 to team, and now, even with this relative success, is no different. Mm. What we see is 12-22. to 22. God, they're fucking awful. I dropped a lot of... Well, it, it wasn't wasn't early on, was it, in, the, in Europe? No. They, they no, that's what we're saying. They've called it the B-plus team. There was yeah. a bit of hunger there. No, they're complacent because they know they're getting the game. Well, how can you sort of... These are players who've got something to prove, and every time they get on the pitch, they don't even look like they've got anything to prove. So, yeah. well, you know what they it's prove? Not working. They they prove why they've got something to prove. They prove why they should not be starting. Yeah. Instead of why they should be starting. Um, I think we've got about fourteen decent. I still maintain this is the best squad. Not the best 11 that we've ever had in the Premier League, but it's the best squad. It's just, it ain't, you know, because we've never been a, a challenge in the top 14, it ain't going to challenge. People get carried no. away. No, we're never going to challenge. Mm. Uh, Unless we never get an injury and we go out with the cups <laughs> in the first round all the time. Mm. You know, and we just concentrate then you've got half a chance. But that ain't got no, that's no fun, is it? There's no way no. to live. No, it's no fun. Uh, Paul Turner says, why would anyone want to make a parody account of Sean? Must be an out-of-towner. He is, he lives in hell. Do we know who it is? Yeah, yeah we, well, do. we do. Yeah. No, Sean, sure. <laughs> keep the mystery. There you are, Sean. Uh, yeah, we know who he is because he left his bleeding IP address. On, on a post. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we figured it out, to be honest. Uh, I think he works in IT as well, which is quite yeah. unforgivable. Yes, yeah. so there you go. So, Johnny Osborne, super Johnny Osborne, says, uh, Yarmolenko aside, which player, past or present, has annoyed you to the point of rage? That's not one for Julian me. Julian Faubert. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Julian, Julian Faubert. Everybody knows his name. Oh, yeah, I remember as he, he did a, the tour around the thing and he was like, oh, fuck off. And he didn't like it. Didn't. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, who else for, for me? Uh, Carton Cole used to enrage me. Yeah, I was thinking him. I didn't want to say it though because I painted him the other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone just, else. So. He was just so inconsistent and just not very good most of the time. Oh, bless him. Uh, do you know what? It wasn't. Yeah, let's move on. I don't want to talk about Carlton. Do you know when people ask he's me? Because he's a great guy, he and is, he's yeah. you know when you think about it, what we're saying, what annoyed us on Saturday, Carlton would never dream of being like that. Do you know what I mean? And what no. what we had was we was in a position where we 
we were sort of saying, come on, we got we got to give not with Antonio, we got to give Carlton a bit of opposition, as Pardew did when Pardew left him out. You know when he he bought him because he didn't come in. You know we still had Samora and Harewood. And he couldn't get a chance in. We never looked like that again. But um, you can't criticise Carlton Carl. You really can't. Well, could do with some players like him now. Mm. I bet he played well in this team, rather than people no. getting managers to oof the ball up to him. No, that's I, what I, I, frustrated me about Carl and all this nonsense from. Commentator and say, Oh, he holds the ball up. He held the ball up awfully. He never had a second touch. He never had a second touch because he couldn't control it. His nickname can't control Can't control. Yeah. He was awful at it. We sold the best one out. It was Zamora. Yeah. Never worked out. Keep the ball on the floor. He was a great footballer. He just didn't look that that type of player. I'd, I'd normally direct people to the goal he scored for Celtic. And I say, if you want to see how good Colton Cole was, go watch the goal he scored. That is the most Colton Cole goal-esque goal you will ever see. He miskicks the ball, spins round on his (laughs) arse, and accidentally heads the ball into the fucking goal. And he didn't even know he'd scored it. Antonio's first goal for us was a bit like that, wasn't it? Do you remember he ran it into the box and tripped over and it fell yeah. off, came off his chest yes. and bounced in the goal? Yeah. And I That's thought, oh, here we go it. again. <laughs> well, I, I remember Antonio starting and, uh, like, and you'd watch him run down the wing and you'd think, how did he get past them people? Because it was like he used to yeah. run with his head down looking at the ball. And then you think, well, they don't nick the ball because they don't know what he's doing with the ball. Well, how would they know what he's doing with the ball? Because he don't know what he's doing with the ball. Yeah, he just sort of bundles through, didn't yeah. he? he just... And he, I don't know who's more shocked, the defender or Antonio, that he still had the ball at his feet when he got past them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's a bit better now. Oh, uh, Alex yeah. Montague says, uh, do you think not enough credit was given to Four Nails? It was all poured on rice. I gave him credit. You did. You, you did. did. I like Four Nails. He I does do well. somehow find matches where he can't get in the game, but I do like him. Yeah. When we play with no nails, we're just not the same. It's always Three. better with four nails. Or even five. Mm. What do you think, John? No nails. Any good? No more nails. <laughs> no, no, I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not up there, mate. No, it ain't, is it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sticks like shit turbo, man. <laughs> not pink grip, then. You're not on the pink no, grip. No, no, no that's crap, mate. Pink grip. That, that's yeah. pink grip, bloody crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sticks like sh- He's really good, actually. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, old Chinky Lions is back. It's his evening well. Hope all is well. He said, I had a lucky escape by the sounds of it, uh, not watching the game on Saturday, because he was down at Southsea, uh, wherever that is. Uh, I'm guessing down south. Uh, saw we'd gone one down and switched his phone off. Uh, from the reaction on social media, must have been pretty dismal. But we won, and that's all that matters. That is all that matters, Chick. It is really in the cup, yeah. In the cup, it is. Are we in the hat? Yes, we are. It was always one of those games we'd struggle in and disappointment at the transfer window seems to have brought the bad vibes. <clears throat> Get down with the bad vibes. Yeah. Uh, 
I have to be honest, it's pretty embarrassing seeing our fans behave like spoilt little children in a toy shop when they're not allowed a toy, Sean. We're still in a healthy position in the league. Do we need more players? Of course we do, but we have to, you know, we have what we have and that's what's orders to it. Time to get on with the league and get behind this squad. I think some of our fans need a reality check. Uh, he says, by the way, the podcast last week was really enjoyable and thought Nigel and even the doggy man spoke so much sense. I should have missed that bit out. Uh, cheers, as always. Uh, I missed Len, he says. And George and John. I missed you too. There you go. Thanks for us being an afterthought. That's all right. Uh, Bobby Stokes <laughs> says, uh, when watching a West Ham game, what word or sentence do you think you say the most? There you go. When watching John, when watching, a, you've only watched a couple, when watching a West Ham game, this is like blankety blank, isn't it? Right. Blankety blank. Okay. When watching a West Ham game, what blank or blank blank do you think you say the most? For fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, Have we got a match? Mine is, mine is oh, this. For fuck's sake. My latest one, um, which of West Ham is, Really? That one. <laughs> and I, the thing is, I'm I just bought that name when you were before you said it. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm talking to no one. Just talking to the TV. And the missus says, "Then you tell me to tell you again." Really? Fucking hell! Often to the, That's to mine, the referee. Then. Or, just nick my word. Is that it mine? Fucking hell! Or, I just sit there going, "Fucking hell!" What another is going one is, on? "How's that not a yellow then?" That's another one. <laughs> uh, Sean's still here? I'm still here. All oh, right. What's yours, Sean? VAR. Is it VAR? Is, is that, do you shout that a lot? Oh, offside. Of offside. Yeah. Uh, what, what's offside? Who yeah. scored? Yeah. yeah, who was that? Yeah, who, was who was that? that? <laughs> who scored? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're watching the game uh, on your phone. Who scored? Days. Yeah. Who was that? Who was that? Was that? Was that? Yeah, we celebrated a goal with Sean. He's going, yeah, everything settles down. Who was that? Who was that? Was that? Yeah. yeah, well done. That was a good question, that. Cheers, Bobby. Uh, uh, are you a member of the Stokes family, Bob, from Plasto? Let me know. Uh, Paul Turton uh, says, so glad that Rice saved us on Saturday with a late equaliser. Not only to stop us losing, but that would have been Nob's last FA Cup appearance. I hope it is, Paul, to be honest. I hope it is his last. I, fact, I hope it's his last in our shirt. What a shit end that would have been. I ain't got a lot nice to say about him, really. No, I haven't. I've lost. That uh, was not a good example no. to say. Well, you know, I just don't. We're playing Southampton. Sh- next away mm. is it a time for the second stream come on mm. please West Ham don't let us down George why have Noble. we all got that feeling sorry yeah Noble George for you what, time's up or uh, well yeah he's he's not he should I don't think he'll start another game will he he might mm. come on and give us 10-15 minutes in games that we need a little bit of uh, fresh legs. But yeah, he wasn't very impressive, was he? Well, Best the women blow out on cold at the moment. Perhaps we could put him over there. Don't think he'd get in. Well, we could be changed in, We could, like, give him the old snip. I've got a funny feeling he's going to... If a bird in a dress and a beard can win Eurovision, I'm sure we can punt him out of the girls' team. So... 
Belinda Kakakakitis says, evening, peeps. She says, I can't comment. I'm still fuming. I'll tell you what, women can hold a grudge, can't they? At the appalling display. Uh, Kidderminster deserve all the praise. She loves the shows and we can't get better. Four kisses. So Sean don't get one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know. Never mind. Uh, Matty Kemp, the old Spandau Ballet roadie, uh, says, Evening gents, after the debacle of last transfer window, it was interesting to see that we were linked to Zabata. Uh, so I'm going to take you back in time. August 2013, <laughs> S2 Diente striker Duvan Zapata is linked to QPR and West Ham for a fee of 6.4 million. Uh, Sean Elias, we pulled out <coughs> and QPR failed to get a work permit after he trained with the club. Uh, we've got another one. Uh, he says, um, West Ham are linked in July 2014 to Antonio Rudiger from FPP Stuttgart. Uh, our approach was not back as the club sought a fee in the region of 7.9 million for the German. <laughs> uh, he subsequently joined Roma on loan to buy for a total fee of 13 million. There you go. There's two that got away. By the way, Moyes suggested Cameron Brady did a good job in the transfer window. Uh, Moyes, I disagree to quote Anne Sugar on his programme. Karen, you're fired. Brady out! Brady out. Yes. Ed Hughes. That was a bit of squirrel. Thank you. If Yarmo is the answer, what's the question? Who's the fan's favourite player? <laughs> By the sounds of it. Who's earning a lot of money? Yeah. Who's taking the Arthur Bliss? Yes. Uh, Kidderminster was one of those good old days. Says old Appy Chops himself. Myriam Williams. Well, you didn't have far to go, did you, mate? Uh, it was a good old day, join and coin one of your phrases, but spoiled by the football. There it was go. good to catch up with some of the old old last posse. Where were you, Nigel? And he spelt my name wrong, so I'm not reading that out. Uh, good to share a car with Dodsey. Good to have a couple of free McPlant burgers. Uh, good to come home uh, an hour after the game. There you go. That's how close it is. Um... As for the football, do you think Moyes needs to realise what the lack of transfer activity was a mistake? We've got any thoughts on Batista? But who's Batista? Is he a different kid, is he? Baptiste, isn't it? Yeah. I thought we'd sign someone then. Uh, two away games, great time, Ed. Felt safe as ours is in the months fans who wanted to watch the game, support the team rather than cause trouble and take illegal drugs. <sighs> Contentious. Ooh. Now let's see what the London Stadium has to offer against Watford. Mm. You be there, Sean? Sorry, um, I've got a bit of a work problem going on at the moment. Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, oh, with right. Finley. Um, I'm sure you'll be there, won't you? Len, be there? Yeah, I'll be there. There you go. We'll all be <coughs> yeah, there. I'll be there. Mm. Uh, Lee Peathers says, welcome, Lee. Uh, it says, Kidderminster, was it a blessing... And then what he says is, undeniable proof that Dilt, Fredericks, Crow and Noble uh, are not good enough. Yeah, so not trying we, hard enough either. Can, can we take that out of it? Then? Can we look at it and go, well, if you can't do it against Kidderminster, we probably can't trust it to do it against anyone, so we ain't going to pick you no more? 
Mm. All right. Sean's typing away like a beaver. It's me. Reboot the fucking server. Do you Evening. think... Try to turn it on and off again. Yeah. <laughs> do you actually honestly think any of those players that have just been mentioned, do you think any of them have played their last game? Because I don't. No. Crow. That worries me. Crow. I think he's played his... What do you think, Sean? Uh, well, he, he probably has, because <laughs> he, he didn't have many beforehand, did he? No. He's only just played his first game. Well, he had one other appearance, didn't he? Or something? Yeah. Didn't First start, though, wasn't it? And on the Cisco switch, Sean, tell him the switches at the back. Oh, don't. It's a lot worse than that. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Paul Noland says, Evening all, show for you. Uh, for Saturday's game is to pick up your phone. I missed a call from Marion at 9.30am Saturday morning because he had a spare ticket, which he offered me. Uh, by the time I called him back, the ticket had gone. So the moral of the story is pick up your phone. Well, the moral story for you is to pick it up to Marion. Because I know what you did, Paul. You clocked at it and you thought, what does that miserable bastard want? I bet he just wants to gloat that he's going to the game I'm not. And you didn't answer. So there you go. Uh... So the more, so he says, is he gutted? Uh, even though we were so poor and lucky not to be the biggest cup shock of all time, we'd still want to be there. Yeah, I'd love to have been. Well, I would have loved to have been there. I got offered a chance to go there, but unfortunately, uh, too much going on at the moment. Southampton next round, he thinks it'd be a good omen, which is true because we did beat them on the way to the final in 23, the final we lost 100 years ago next year. But we did beat them in the quarter final in 1975. Uh, no, we didn't. We beat him in the fifth round, I think, in 75. Fourth round. Frank Lampard scored. But anyway, we did beat him in 1975. Sixth round was Arsenal. So, fifth round. We played Swindon fourth round. So, fifth round. Oh, it was the fifth round. Away at Adele. There you go. Uh, will I go to this one? You know I will. Question to you, or where did you watch the game? At home. I bet you watched it at home, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Where else are you going to say? I don't know. Uh, AI Sean says, Eot gentlemen, uh, Reddit out. Uh, obviously, it's an out-of-towner. People Turn has revealed. Uh, he don't think the Moyes video helped. Quell the discontent. A uh, bit of a sully there. We've, we made three record-breaking bids. I'd have been happy if they said, now, yeah. Kidderminster, disgrace. Yarmolenko dive. Don't wear the shirt again. Uh, what does secret, yeah. secret Sean's source say about Zumba's injury? As I can't it? believe he hasn't hurt himself. There you go. There you go. Twisted his knee. He's fine. It was his bad knee, yeah. which senior source was always worried about. But apparently, he's had two scans and he's A-OK and he should start tomorrow against... So um, he's got his dancing shoes back on. Yeah. That's good to I'm know. desperately worried about that knee, Sean. <laughs> 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 you didn't give me the airtime. When you say yeah, that, yeah. the senior soul yeah, says, yeah, yeah. you're giving all me of airtime to get it in. I'm right. desperately I'm... worried about a lot of things. Right. <laughs> uh, now, I know we should just enjoy this season. Well, you should then, shouldn't you, Nick? Sorry, AI, Sean. But my question is, how the 
we're going to recruit a vice replacement. And that's why you've got to enjoy it. He's irreplaceable. We ain't going to replace him. We've just got to do what we can. Enjoy watching him. He thinks we need three points tomorrow because otherwise he's going to have to stay off Twitter even longer. Oh, <laughs> that boff said, Sean, has Ron Newham started scouting players for the summer yet? Oh, shut up. Oh. You're a quality control, mate. You should. Have I, I love that. the way in it. You you blame. Hang on a minute. I'm going to check what I sent you because there's a very good chance because you've got it wrong before <laughs> that you know your Grammarly changed it. So let's have a look. At what Grammarly I sent you. will not change words like. Well, I'm going to check what I sent you because it may I, be. I'll check as well. Yeah, do you want to do that in your own time, maybe? Yeah, no, no, you carry Don't on. You crack on. <laughs> if someone might have changed it. All right, my handsome's how you's doing. Uh, he says, well, in the world of snow, there's a massive heat wave. The meltdown is nothing compared to Saturday's result, and rightly so. I know some respected people compared them to donkeys, but I think that is doing donkeys a misservice. Uh, will Nigel ever admit he's wrong? Let's have a go. Does he now still feel the transfer window is okay? Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it, is uh, it does <laughs> say wrong. I know it does. What is the true update on Kurt Zed? We've got the true update. Believe it or not, Hugh Southam was right. Uh, question to John. Oh. John? Yeah. He's falling yeah. asleep. Got a question for you. It, Dodsey says, it took me two days to move across the other side of the world to New Zealand. Why has it taken so long for you to move from your house <laughs> in Surrey to where you live now? Because <laughs> you had to build a house. I had to build it. There you go. And in Sean, a pandemic. Yeah. I, I hope you listen to this, Dodsey. Price and materials have gone up, John. Don't get they started end. on oh, that, eh? Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say to a builder, has the price of materials gone up in the pandemic? Because you'll be there for ages. Longer than your question Mate. time. Timber. Don't talk to me about oh, 75% timber. timber. Yeah. Do you know they turned yeah. a boat round in the middle of Atlantic and sent it to China when it was coming to us? I'll oh. tell you. Don't. All right, all right. Sorry, I started you two off yeah. about materials. And, that, and labour shortages. People yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, I blame Brexit, mate. That's good to know. Sean. Sean. Dodson's yeah, got videos question. on Apple Watch. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. I've got an Apple Watch. Mm. Sean, yes. how did you manage to get a free tour of the London Stadium? Are you back in love with Brady? No. Nope. Len? Brady out. Two. Brady out. One, I've sent you proof. I did pay for my, my tour. Two, uh, Brady's got nothing to do with tours. It's run by a US company called Delaware North. And three. So did the club get no money for the tools then? Brady, not yeah. really. A very, very small sliver. Hardly worth mentioning. It, it, it's funny because the, the Legends tour, uh, um, they use some legends that are perhaps not as close to the club as, you know, people well, you've got might the think. three main ones are Alvin Martin, uh, Mark Ward, and uh, Tony Cotty. Uh, funny enough, lucky I didn't well. get Mark Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that! <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. Oh, that would have been. Oh yes. So, would oh, you have videoed that, Sean? Yeah, of course yeah. I would. He yeah. wouldn't know who I was. He would have been. Yeah, you wouldn't have been up front with oh, him. Are you listening? Oh, oh, Are you oh, listening? No, I tell you what, Sean. If you would have gave me that, if you would have given me the phone call like you did going under the tunnel, I'd have let him know you were going. 
I'd have let Wardy know. Oh, I bet you would. You the didn't chubby one with though, a kid. did you? You didn't tip no, off Alvin. I'm not grass. I didn't want to tip him off. No, he's a good lad. Alvin's a really good lad. Yeah, he's a guy, you know, uh, and he, he really he put on a great show for. He can tell us Oh, so stop tour. trying to sell the tour. We got <laughs> Go on, nothing. Then. Anyway, keep going. Go on, jog on. No tours are going to be fantastic. We've got a group one coming up with my wife's charity, and uh, even though they wouldn't give us a frigging discount and are charging us four times as much as they charge us last time for the charity group to go around, but you know we're not upset about that. Much are we, Sean? Just, just for parity, I won't go on that tour if you fucking paid me. Why? Me neither. Well, it's good oh, for the kids. The kids get the. the, we, the we, before we took a, we, I took the only time I've done it is with a group of kids, and we've got quite a few West Ham fans there, and they do really, they do enjoy it. Yeah, so. they do. Yeah. No, I'm sure they do. But they're the kids, so that's the reason why me and John wouldn't enjoy it. It's funny how we, we, you know, we're looking forward to seeing the uh, sensory room, but that may not be part of the tour. It's not part of the tour, but I'm sure oh. we could sort something out. Look, yeah. Just, just, yeah. you don't need to have sausages, mate. Just no. leave it with me. Okay. Uh, your mate, Sean, Gary Prince. Oh, we're, right, we're near the end, boys. Just to good, let you know. Good, uh, good. Evening, George, will be out to have... I don't know. Uh, evening, gents. Uh, and that wasn't a euphemism. I meant like afters. He's like, you know, jam roly-poly or spotty dick. Which wasn't a euphemism, people. Don't get me wrong. Evening, gents. Any news on the date of the Southampton FA? You're a bit eager, aren't you? FA Cup match and ticket allocation. Uh, as for May matches, that'd be a away game, Sean. You might be able to get tickets for. Uh, yeah. Is it becoming a bit of a closed shop in terms of getting tickets? And should the clump clamp down on passing we on all the time, don't tickets? We? Could the ticket in issue all come to a head if we get a big tie later in the season? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I, I think don't there know are. Look, I won't get any. There are some abuses, as you know about, and you know, is well, that fair? Should groups exist? Where what do you are think, exchanged? Sean, about people that abuse the system? Um, <laughs> look, it's <laughs> you're just setting me up. <laughs> I'm going to plead the Fifth and Amendment. And we will move on On the advice on of council, yes, on the advice of council, on. I've decided not to comment. Uh, lastly, and not leastly, it's Nick Killington. He says, let's play a game. Uh, Claret and booze. Uh, the Ronnie to Gary's Reggie. Uh, let's play a game, he says. Injury roulette from our preferred starting eleven. We have to lose two players from the team for the rest of the season. So he says, which two players cause the least damage and which two oh. players cause the maximum damage? And you can't pick Fabianski. So the 11 are Fabianski, Kufal, Creswell, Zuma, Dawson, Rice, Suchek, Lanzini, Fornells, Bowen and Antonio. So, lose, Kufal and... Yeah. Least damage, Kufal. Lanzini. Well, they're playing very well. We, I'm just thinking, self, who can slide in their position? Ben Rama can take exactly. Yeah. And we could put Johnson the other side. So I yeah. think that might cause least damage. Hmm. Uh, maximum damage, then. John, do you want to? John and George, do you want to? Two players. What two players do we lose from our first team that would call maximum damage? I would be in the Current, currently. 
Mm. Currently, he's got to be Rice and Bowen. Could you uh, imagine? Kufal, Chris... Well, yeah, I can't argue with you there, actually. Yeah. Yes. Worryingly easy to answer these, isn't they? Yeah. Oh, is there <laughs> anyone who's going to ask a positive question? I'm uh, not sure the podcast can take me <laughs> and John what, what, on one <laughs> podcast. We okay. really do bring it down. <laughs> what, one of the best things I saw on Twitter this week was after the transfer window was uh, how David Sullivan managed to get himself a new missus quicker than we got ourselves a new striker yeah. since we yeah. sold that yeah. out. <laughs> I love oh, that. It me up. That did make me laugh. Yeah. So. Cool. Are we done? We're uh, desperately we in love. Two more. <laughs> Two uh, more? You just said that was it. No, I didn't. Two more. Michael Levy Jr. and Jake Brent. I've got to find them. Michael Levy says, uh, probably missed it. No, you ain't, mate. Uh, but all the best to you all, and he loves six foot two. I should have saved that one till last. Thank you very much, Michael. And one more. I just had it. It's bloody. I hate this frigging thing. Oh, no, you've been done. You've been done. You've been done. You've been done. You've been. George, done, you've did been you send done. me your your song, mate? You've been done. You've no, been I done. didn't. Can you sing it live? No. No. Uh, Guessing you read that. Desk, um, George. It is an earworm. That'll be it. That's cool. Oh, you answer the questions. That's it. We're finished. So, predictions. That, was, that wasn't oh, that long, no, was it? That, that, was, no, right. that, was, that was manageable. Absolutely manageable. Yeah, um, easy. Two games, haven't we? Two games? Yes, uh, we've, got we've got Watford, Watford and then Leicester. Okay. We'll wait for Leicester, aren't we? George. Oh, wait, yeah. Watford, Leicester. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 2-0 win tomorrow night against Watford and a one all draw at Leicester. Okay, John? 2-1 uh, against Watford tomorrow, win, and a one nil win against Leicester. Nigel? Six points. Um, Nil-nil against Watford. Oh, you need my result. Sorry, but I think we'll beat Leicester 2-0. Okay, uh, I'll go one nil one nil. Because uh, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Sean. Wins, by the way. I've it been should Sean. be in your inbox now, Sean. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah, I'm doing that. Uh, Nigel has been. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for six foot two, 400 odd members in the first month, and we will grow, people. Good stuff. Okay. John has been. Three. Back. <laughs> <laughs> the worrying bit about that is I hesitate. <laughs> and, and Len has been um, a bit negative. Okay. Uh, That's because I'm back, Len. Yeah, I know. Right. After this. The uh, do you want to announce your your uh, song that's going to play directly after the theme tune? Sing the theme tune, etc. Give it a Don't little bit of a bother with the theme tune, Sean. Just play it straight in. About the theme about, tune. about two and a half years ago, I wrote a song because I was unemployed at the time. Three years ago, uh, and here it is. I finally finished it. It's called Available Disco Music. On it's Spotify. on Spotify. It's on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your streaming stuff. It's on iTunes. Uh, it's called Disco Music by Booch, B-O-O-C-H. I don't think I need to explain why. 
There you go. Are you going to sing along? Yeah. <laughs> Download it from. Um, what's it called? What's it called? Well, it's Apple. on iTunes and stuff. iTunes, stuff like that. Come on, sixty-nine p, seventy-nine p, whatever a record got. Go to our price. Buy the vinyl version. Oh well. Oh. You know how to kill the mood, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Really enjoying that. Than just a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then you pipes up. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Oh, Come on, you iron. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 